previously on Desperate Chuckle Fox. Derangement! Having set sails on the salty seas, our sniveling sailors of dubious social status spotted a salaciously sinister sailing vessel setting its sights starboard of the sea ghost. A long ship full of piercing perils, sharpened slicing talons, and thermoturgical mayhem, all destined for one intent. Our zeros prevailed in sorceling the salty captain and rescuing the fair councilwoman Ada in the process. But not all was as cut and dry as it seemed, for the ship's hull is teeming with new recruits shackled to the very heart of the ship itself. Who are these young recruits? Why are they shackled? And what is the sinisterly greasy ship's captain? How will our Dillard, or Dillard deal with this decidedly dastardly do-batter and the detainee dilemma? Stay tuned. Okay, you're gonna have you're gonna have to make a judgment call as a GM. Hello, okay. I'm here. Since since we aren't and should not wait for Josh, but right. he is he is the person who has the charm person spell. You need to name another player character here who is the one that gets to ask the questions until you say it has expired. Or Josh shows up. One, two, three, not it. I don't pick Ron. <laughs> Ron and Jolly aren't in the room and should be one of the PCs who are in the room. Yeah, pick someone else. Well, the options are uh, Kina, Anchor, Salix, Jin, or Wesson. Although it's more likely going to be either, uh, well, eh, can't be Ander, but uh, Jin or possibly Kina. If someone has to pretend to be Ander for right now, you know? Or at least the person who gets to ask the questions because we can't we can't hand wave away the fact the player isn't present. Yeah. I'm just gonna roll a dice to determine it. Hey Jordan. Jordan stepped away. Jordan. Oh, okay. Hey Sarah. Well goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I guess it's wrong. <laughs> you know it. You don't want that. And Ron right. isn't in the room either. Yeah, not Jolly, in the and room, Ron, Jolly and Ron went elsewhere so that uh, Ron would calm down. I was, also, right. to get aid out I of, apparently uh, was not. Okay, well, here, so, Sarah. Even or odds, Sarah? Um, I was going to say, why, why don't we just go with, I will whisper questions into Jordan's ear or he can whisper questions into mine because that's how it's going to end up working anyway. Somebody has to talk. So who's it going to be? Evens or odds, Sarah? Even. All right. I'm going to roll the dice. Eight. It's Kena. Kena's asking the questions until Josh shows up. Or until the spell no longer is in effect. That's just there. that fair, Carrie? <laughs> that works. So, hey, guys, uh, remind me. I think we had started asking him about the mistress and the tattoos started glowing, so we backed off and started asking a bunch of dumb questions. Is that correct? Um, we, he was we had asked him to describe the stars in the sky above the island yeah. when the tattoo started glowing. Yes, that was Tim's not Ron suggestion. Um, I not Ron. Now get out of plane of existence. Smack. Oh. Those the tattoos mean like something it's not supposed to talk about. 
Yes. Yep. Not that he got too excited. Well, he if if, if he if he right. yeah, if he answered if he answered something very bad might happen. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, There's water. Yeah, so for the ship. Unlock these werewolf um, Roman. Yeah, that, that that's the thing we absolutely need to know the most. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's going to be the first question. Is um, actually how old are most of these kids? So as you're looking at the juvenile werewolves that are chained up. At most, they don't seem to be any younger than about 17 or 18. Any younger or any older? Mm. Uh, so the oldest appears to be about 22. Okay, so they're teenagers into their early 20s, like late teens, early 20s. Very young. Adult. Yep. Okay. They keep them on Child Slave Island until they're old enough to be teenage slaves, and right. then they send them out to be uh, Maybe child they, soldiers. They move, yeah, they move them from Child Slave Island to Young Adult Slave Boat. So, Right, and then she delivers them to the mistress who trains them in the arts of being cannon fodder. Right. Group we had already asked, and he told us this group was going to Fire Island for training. Uh, not Fire Island. It's he's. They're going to the Mistress's Island. I don't think we yeah. got a name for it. If we did, I didn't write it down. It is Mistress. Um, I don't think we did. We get a name. We did get a name. I'm looking okay. for it. Well, I know he said he used the orb to unlock them right he uses the orb he puts his hand on the orb to unlock them and uh mistress malia left hand of the master okay. more intelligent an arcane caster runs the sea valkyr uh the pet anya is the one who knows how to get to the island and we uh, uh dispelled her so he can't tell us how to get to the island. But when he does get them to the island, he puts his hand on the orb to release the shackles and uh, shoo them up onto the deck into the arms of their new slave mistress on Teenage Slave Island. So there's a child slave island and then there's a teenage slave island. Child slave island and young adult slave island? Do I think Carrie if I know what Child Slave Island and Twilight Island? <laughs> anyway, Carrie, sorry, Cody, you were saying. Does Wesson think if he touches the orb and thinks about unlocking the the sh shackles of the werewolves that that would have any chance of success? Roll me an arcane check. What would worry me about that, Cody, is that it would be a new presence touching the orb and she would realize the ship had been boarded. Yeah, we don't know. Well, well Anya, Anya probably knows that she's been dispelled. So, Mistress Malia knows that something happened on this ship already because Anya was using the orb magic to have an illusory double on the ship 
to guide the ship, and I'm sure that Anya knows that she was dispelled. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I think yeah, she could have so Mistress... shot spells at us. I mean, she knows we're here. Yeah. She knows we were there. She knows she was dispelled. Or that the orb was damaged in some way, but she knows she lost her connection with the orb. I mean, uh, there is not going to be any ambushing Malia with this ship. There's no way she doesn't know it's been compromised. Well, we could ask the captain if attacking or going into combat is common for him on his on his trip. I mean, That's you know, true. It could be, oh, they got into another fight and something happened to my... Or, you know what I mean? Like, it could be something she's aware of and not suspicious of. Well, that's probably what that noise was. Yeah, a very good question. As is the time difference between the island where they keep the kids and the island where they keep the the training island. Like, how far of a trip is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, Carrie, before we forget, my role was 24. What was your role? 24? Yeah. Okay. The problem is we can't use time as a as a measure because they had the two wear sharks that were moving along a lot faster than a normal ship would. So we can't really, unless we know exactly how fast they could go, we can't really judge go how up. far something is by how long it took them. <laughs> Rond goes over to one of them, picks up its horrifically shredded corpse, and says. Can't ask. Sorry. And don't don't, don't forget, we do have one wear sharp propeller on, on on our side too. Yeah, I could just cast enlarge on Cody, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know when you have when you have multiple high intellect casters in the group, it just gets fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, let's go ahead and ask the captain. If combat for them is a normal thing, and if losing contact with the orb is something that happens on any kind of a routine basis, Cody, before you start attempting to touch the orb. Well, Cody already took a look at the orb with this 24-hour counter check. There is definitely something different about this orb. It is not a standard scrying orb whatsoever. Usually, scrying orbs are clear, and they're made of either flawless crystal or, stone, or crystal, glass, stone, sometimes highly, highly polished metals to where there is no perceivable imperfection either on the surface or within the crystal itself. This crystal, however, not only has a few occlusions within it, but it also has etchings all over the surface of it to where you're not sure how somebody could use this as some kind of a scrying orb because it, there's just too much for you to see clearly through it. Okay. And my query about using the orb to unlock the werewolves, did I get any thought about that? As a possibility or not? You definitely know that it is humming and filled to the brim with magic. But you don't see a way really to necessarily activate it other than placing your hand on it. So you kind of wonder if maybe this isn't some kind of mental link or attunement or some something re that requires knowledge of the object itself almost at an artifact level. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Did, did you get it? Oh, I haven't gotten the copy. Oh. oh. Sorry. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. So what would happen if we destroyed this? Well, now we're talking. I think we run the risk of killing all these kids very quickly doing that. So he's going to have to unlock them for us. So, okay, so that's going to be my question to the captain is, you know, how often do you guys lose contact via the orb? He looks at you and he kind of licks his lips and he, he adjusts himself to be facing you a bit more. God, I hate playing this guy. <laughs> it's like every bad bar encounter you've ever had. Worse. So much worse. <clears throat> well, if you're asking if we could have a little bit of private time away from the orb, right here is as good a place as any. She, the little pet can't see down here. And she never knows what happens down here, right? And he reaches over and he kind of gently pats the cheek of this particular juvenile werewolf who shirks away as far as they can, but can't very far because of the chains. Better now. Do you, does it happen that she knows that you're kind of off grid? I mean, I don't want you to get in trouble or anything. So we're not off grid. She knows exactly where the ship is at all times. You're kind of cutting in and out a little bit, Sarah. Your input is very poor. Where's your mute button, Jordan? Is there a mute button on this mic? Uh, not that I know of. Hey, the light's not on, though. Okay. Yes, thank you. These messages. Yes, we can hear you, Jordy. Maybe it's your motherboard mic that's, that's, that's taking us up. Picking up the slack. What? Oh. <laughs> you are you get getting a PhD in like tech technology, right? I know, and it's scary for everyone else. <laughs> Is this better? Oh my god, Cody, holy shit. Are you sure you're are you sure you're not a bard, Cody? You're gonna hurt him with those cutting words. Jesus. <laughs> getting Ladies a PhD. Vicious mockery in action. Yeah, ow, that hurt me and I wasn't even the target. <laughs> PhD attack. <laughs> Ow. I have to bandage my head now, Cody. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I didn't find trigger, so I just... Okay. Alright, so... Maybe we should identify this. Uh, Alright, testing again. Is this better? That's a little better, can, yes. Can you, is that I'm better? Turn okay. you up. Okay. There I had Kel try to identify it, and he wasn't able to. Okay. If it's um, so how does she, so she knows where we're at at all times because of the orb? Uh, indeed. Oh, excuse me. No, you wouldn't say that. He was like, of course. She always wants to keep track of her um, assets. And it, he he looks yeah. like he's about to cup your breasts. Well, take two two. Two, uh, two steps back and then walk towards the orb and look up at it. 
That's awful banged up. How does that thing work? I've never seen one that's that beat up before. Well, it's not beat up. That's just how it looks all the time. Orbs are supposed to be flawless and perfect and open and transparent. That thing's got so many runes on it that, you know, I'm surprised it works at all. No, nah, it's not my forte. I have other tricks that I know. Ah. Like, like playing with your toys down here? <laughs> I see you understand. I do. I do. But so I have a thing. I have Ooh. to feed people. So let's Hello. let's go ahead and cut these guys loose, and and then maybe we'll have a conversation. He raises an eyebrow slightly. Well, why would you want to have them released? So they can go up top. He looks like he's studying you for a little bit. He raises an eyebrow and winks at him. Oh, you want an audience. <laughs> Kinky. So don't forget that this charm person spell just means that he regards me as a friendly acquaintance and you guys as friends of a friend. So even though he'll give us a lot of information, he won't necessarily, like, he's not under compulsion of any kind. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm trying to figure out a way to get him to, to so I guess this is, this is a tactical question. What is our end goal with the ship, right? Like, we've got to get these kids free, and then we need to figure out how to get to the island, and we need to figure out what to do with Ski's Boy here. May I have a moment? Tim? I will have Kel ask, cast Identify on the orb, Carrie. Hang on. Tim first. Well, no. Go ahead and have him do that. Okay. So you pull Kel out of your bag, and Captain Ungus kind of steps back a little bit and looks kind of surprised at you. Well, yeah, like, uh, like she takes a fucking burning skull out of her purse. Who wouldn't? Right? He's like, what? Uh, <laughs> hey, what's going on here? As he's looking over at Ander. Or wait, no. He's my Jim pet. Come on, don't people have pets where you came from? Kel's a very good boy. He comes with lots of magic tricks. Not something that'll burn the pubes off. Well, you know, it's an occupational hazard. Gotta take risks sometimes. Hmm. I guess it's a good thing that I have hardwood floors. There you go. My God, Rat's gonna puke in his mouth. <laughs> I'm the one that has to come up with this shit. I know, no, you're no. the one that has to do it. <laughs> as far as the question of what do we do with this guy, my only answer is a length of anchor chain and we drop him <laughs> off the side of the boat. That's it. There's no, I don't see any other solution to this problem. So Cal comes out and he comes floating up and in Elvin, he asks Kina, oh, yes, mistress? Or excuse me, yes, princess? Is there something I can help you with? Identify the orb and anything else magical you see on the ship. Hmm. Oh, very well. And you see his eyes, like, you see the flames in the eye sockets wink out briefly and then come back as blue instead of green. Ooh. And he starts looking around. And he says, oh, my. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, this is, oh, my. Oh, oh, oh not good, princess. Um... It seems that the collars have some kind of very strong uh, evocation magic on them that if it's set off, 
I, oh. Yeah, I we're kind of- I believe that a good 10 square miles of the ocean will not exist anymore. Ouch. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what we thought. Jeez. <laughs> a little bit of overkill on the uh, gunpowder side on that charm, huh? Yeah. It, it seems the shackles so, have been. Is there a way we can blow up Zuvial's yeah. ship with that? <laughs> yeah. Actually, maybe we could use this. I feel like Rot, Rot would be like, eat H Bob, Zuvial. On a positive side, a tsunami wave would wipe out Slave Child Island. So, yeah. oh. <laughs> Come on, Vladimir. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Since it, when it, are it you a paladin, that... Ander? <laughs> It, it seems that the shackles themselves have been ensorcelled in, in that it's some kind of enchantment magic that appears to... Oh. I, I, hmm. I, I'm uncomfortable repeating what it does, but it, it seems to be an obedience charm. Okay. Okay. All right. Not, not surprised for the shackles and the uh, collars. What about this orb thing? Oh. oh what orb? The orb up on the deck. Don't go, don't go too close to it, or get, or get too far in sight of it, because I worry that it could hurt you somehow. Although you're an undead skull, so I guess that would be difficult. But still, the premise stands. This is why I love playing D and D. Someone has to say that, and they're totally—it's a normal sentence. You're an undead. You're an undead skull, so it might be fine. <laughs> oh, uh, I see. So he starts floating up a little bit. Then all of a sudden, the flames around Kel go out, and the skull starts f f uh, wildly flailing and flying around as he's screaming, ah, I'm blind, Kenan. I'm blind, and he's bumping Kenan, into Kenan grabs him. Easy, 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 easy. I, I, I have you. I have I you. I have you. On, but I can't see. I've got you. Don't worry about it. You're fine. I've got you. There's, there's something connected to that orb. Okay. Did it catch that you were looking at it? Oh, I, I, oh, what? Who are you? Oh, I, right. I'm, I'm Kina. Kel winks out of, or Kel disappears. One tab. What do you mean he disappears? Do you see a little bit of mist appear? A hand appears out of it, and then Kel is just poof, gone. I mean, it's a. Uh... Mistress Malia has kidnapped Kel. Damn it. Well, when I first started, it was like 80% CPU nonstop. So like, uh... Can Ke can Kina cast identify herself to see where he went or what grabbed him? Something. No. Identify only works to identify magic items. Mm. Like a ton of and was Wesson there? Did he see? Can he maybe? Yeah, Wesson, can you figure out what snatched Kel? Roll an Arcana. <laughs> Jin and or Kel. Or Kel. Jin or, and or Wesson. I don't know if they can hear you. Yeah. I'm not sure they can hear me either. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Cody, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Can you guys hear us? Yeah, we're just obsessing over RAM. So what's up? We were speaking uh, to you. So Cal tried uh, to identify the orb and some some uh, and it blinded him, and then some mist popped out and a hand grabbed him. I need one of you to identify what snatched him or where he went, or so to figure out what. 
Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just Wait, gone. What? Missed that part. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. You, you missed that part. Yeah. Put up dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. that was a that was a lark for a minute. Sorry. Okay, let me think for a second. Uh, way to identify without. So, do it. I get a so Cody might not have been paying attention, but maybe Wesson was. Do I get a reaction, or is this all happened too fast? It happened within the blink of an eye. Like you see the portal and the hand almost appear simultaneously, touch Cal, and then it's just poof. Yeah, I guess we weren't in combat. Okay. Hmm. You could try an, an Arcana check to see if you can identify what arcade energies there were that were in that energy, in that field. Uh, I rolled a great roll of a two, so <laughs> 11. It was dark energy, but it doesn't feel like Arcana. <laughs> With our powers combined, we got a uh, 21. You, are, you got, like, part of Captain Planet, like his leg, maybe. <laughs> He can Jizz, kick one evil doer. Oh, yeah. hey, the rudder's yeah, magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see. Jordan, what was your roll? And Jordan's roll was there. a one. Not one. one. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, this is not. They both just look at it and they're like, yeah, it's an orb. It's round. Yeah, I, I blinked. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Tina turns on the captain. What did you do with my pet? The captain's standing there and he reaches down and scratches himself. He looks at you and just like, what makes you think I did something with him? Well, your mistress did something with him or someone did. Why? why, Where did my pet go? He shrugs. Guessing the master didn't like it. So, um, I unfortunately don't see any spells I have on hand that would really help out here. Unfortunately. Damn it. May I interject? Yes, please, Tim. So Ranta is standing there behind Kina, and um, he he taps her on the shoulder gently because he's learned to use his indoor tap, tap not his outdoor tap. What? Yes, Ron. Oh. Uh, Kenya, first of all, Rot, sorry about your talking skull, man. And when we find out who responsible, Rot prolapsed their face. Okay? Okay. But Rot needs to tell you something. Yes. Um, there is... Rot sees a thing. What thing? And, and this is not a Dr. Seuss book. Okay. <laughs> Rot, here's a who. <laughs> no, seriously, it's right there. <laughs> uh, Rot, Rot points at the deck. There's absolutely nothing there. And he says, Rot sees it. Rot, uh, what do you follow, see? Follow. Come with Rot. Okay. Uh, Carrie, Rot follows the thing. Where does it go? It leads right to the captain. It seems oh, to be oozing out of his very pores. Oh, it's actually coming out of him? Yep. Ron can already see it. Oh. Oh. Ron looks over at Ander. Ander! Ander! I need to send Cody something that I forgot to send him. Yes? Um. 
You not have much time left for magic talkie spell. So, what's happening? We no, can have Rod... this conversation telepathically, by the way. Oh, Rod, oh, Rod forget. Rod can do that. You hear like a dial tone and then Rod thinks at you. <laughs> and then it's just... <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a 56K modem shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are rotten at now. Um, you have like you not have much time left for talkie spell. Just warning you. Why is you. every other packet corrupted? Hey, this is why <laughs> no one can hack. No, no one can hack Ron because his system is too dumb. It's like a, it's a DOS based system. Yeah, it, it protect it protects itself by being archaic, like the missile silos. <laughs> what? What do you see, Ron? This guy, um, he's not going to be a thing for much longer. So you need, you have to ask big words. You do it now. Can you tell Ron what's what's leaking out of him? I don't see it. Is it life essence or, yeah. or blood or or what? You, uh, God, you not see horrible, putrid, black, green, oozy shit everywhere come from him. Hmm. Like okay. if Ron, if like if Ron ate really bad meat, and then like Ron just pooped evil everywhere, that coming out of him. Ender, Ender is gonna look at the captain and just say, um, "My friend, I'm afraid that you might be under attack. I need to know how to get how to complete your mission, um, and how to how to release these." younglings when we do uh, just in case something happens to you I will make sure that we we complete your mission oh well, I was just taking the these whelplings over to the mainland what the master wanted done was he wanted these things released so they could how did he well, how did he phrase it what, were the, what did he say like a reek, a, reek a bit of havoc. I don't know. He, oh. He's kind of hard to understand sometimes. How do I let them out once they're there? Oh, that's easy. I just have to go touch the orbit and think the command word. Okay. Ron thinks that you in all capital... Ron <laughs> thinks that you in all capital letters and he says, you make him touch orb. Now PLZ. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, will you again, if something happens to you, I won't be able to complete your mission. Can you let the younglings go and we will help you make sure they don't escape? No, I was already planning to let him go because uh, I need an audience for my lovely little date here. As he walks over and tries to put his arm around Kina's waist, his, his lovely little what? Date. His, Kina. Date. Yes, he wants, he wants to have sex with Kina. Yes, and with an audience. But, yes, with an audience, and he's not going to be Carrie. He's not touching her. That's not going to happen. Not unless he can phase through all of Ront. If Ront steps in the way, he kind of seems a little startled. Is like, well, I guess you can join too. It's been a while. Yes, Ront is in the way, like a cement wall is in the way of a <laughs> toy car. Okay, it just sort of taps it and stops. Kina, Kina says, "Well, let's go upstairs and get you go upstairs and get him loose, and then come on back down." You see his tail start wagging emphatically. All right, I'll be right back. 
Rot will go with you. Let's go. Rot walks with him. He turns around and he he uh, drops down to all fours, scampers past Salix, and then you watch as he climbs up the bulkhead to get onto the upper deck, where he looks okay. at Wesson kind of strangely and then walks over to the orb, takes the cloth, just flings it off over the edge of the ship, and places his hand on it. And the orb glows briefly a kind of a whitish blue light. And down below, for those of you in the hold, you watch as the manacles and the uh, collars all audibly click and open. I will... Be, before he, I mean, as he's doing that, I'll be saying telepathically to all the magic users, try and figure out what he's doing. Yeah. Do, do we hear him say the command word, or, or was it mental? mental it was mental. I want to stop you. There's part two where you go crazy. Okay. Okay. He said ravage the island once, the mainland wants to get there. Okay. So Kino will say in Sylvan to all of them, go to the front of the boat. Get up, go to the front of the boat. Get up, go to the front of the boat. Come on, move, 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 move. Glances you say down. that, and at first they're a little hesitant, but pretty quickly they all, like, jump up and just bolt. I'm do they, all these tokens. Do they look pretty scared? Oh, God, yes. At least two of them have peed themselves. Before you use control Clash, can you ask him what the command word was? Might come in handy later. Um, my friend, are you planning on locking them back up? If so, I'll need to know how to release them if something were to happen to you. Uh, <laughs> you're such a sick fuck, and I love it. <laughs> you're good at Bard, man. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan should be able to move Wesson's token now. I had to give him control of your character sheet, so I'll have to revoke that later. Anyways, so he, uh, Captain Ungus reaches down and he, un- or he uncinches his sword belt so that it falls off along with the sword scabbard that he had on his side. And he turns around at Kina and, and he looks at her and he you know, just holds out his finger and starts wagging it until you say that, Andrew. Then he looks, at, he looks over at you like, oh, well... I guess it wouldn't hurt to tell you my closest friend. I mean, you know, it was what we did to that one elf chick at the one in, or at that inn back on the mainland. You know, the spit roast. <laughs> All right. Oh. Ander is going to give him a knowing smile. And, uh, good choice of a password. Yeah. Right. So the question is, do I take him back down and lock him back up in the chains and the manacles? Oh, no, no. Okay. Rot thinks that you. Rot thinks that you do. Do you have thinks that Ander? Do you have magic word or not? Yes, Rot. I do. Take Harry. Go. All right. Tim messaged me about this, and because of the fact that even if we did go into combat, he's ridiculously outnumbered. So I'm oh, yeah. rolling with this. So everyone watches as the werewolf starts to spread his legs a little bit and kind of adjust his stance a little further. Rot reaches behind him grabs Pal, and within a split second, you see Pal fly through the air and shatter the left kneecap of Ungus, who howls out in pain and drops to the deck of the ship. Keeping his momentum, Rot spins around, then brings the, hand, or the or Pal up over his head 
in an over, you know, overhead swing, and you hear the sound of flesh being smashed and bones being shattered upon the deck as his right kneecap and lower leg are severed from the impact as Pow comes slamming down. Captain Ungus, meanwhile, is howling in pain and screaming out and clawing as he's trying to claw and scrape his way further away from Ront. Ront drops Pow, reaches into his sporn, and pulls out the bronze crossbow. And he just points it towards the back of the ship, fires it, and you watch as a crossbow bolt flies out, changes into the shape of a key, stops midair, and you hear an audible click as the key turns, and a portal to the abyss opens up, with a batezu starting to reach out. Rot then grabs Ungus by the tail, spins around a couple of times and, until he has enough momentum to just heave the captain towards the Patezu, who slams into the Patezu's chest. Patezu grabs him, looks at him, smiles, and then goes back through the portal and it closes. Always with the Patezu. Gives like a thumbs up to Ron. Like, for- what's a, what's a Patezu? Because I don't know. Oh. Demon. Um, yeah, they're the, big demons. Big demon. They're, they're yeah. one of the worst. It's it. They're um, they're or really bad. Demon of the underworld. Yeah, it, real bad. That guy's in for a real bad, real real bad time. It's like if you made Ron into a fucking demon and gave him wings and fireball spells. Yeah, so I like this idea. Uh, Tim, if you came up with that uh, inspiration, Gary, mm-hmm. well, well Thanks. done. Mm-hmm. No, I told Carrie exactly what I was going to do and how I was going to do it because I didn't want him to just die. I wanted him to suffer. Yeah, and I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to suffer on this plane. I wanted him to suffer somewhere else. Inspiration for that. that was Thanks. <laughs> now, Carrie, you said his leg came off. Indeed, there so is a werewolf leg. So it's still the there, and it is not reverting back into anything else. It's staying lupine. Awesome. Runt picks it up. And he starts shaving the flesh off of it. Oh. Ron, what are you doing? Making knife. <laughs> oh, Ron, I already want a shower and like a four-hour bath when we get back to the Briny Maiden. Please stop because now I'm going to want another one. <laughs> Please stop. Ron, Ron stops for a moment, looks at Kina, and with with all of the effort that it took for Bilbo Baggins to drop the one ring... <laughs> He puts down the, the gore. Rot only do this because you ask. Right. <laughs> you can do it later when I'm not around. Kina's going to walk back up to the werewolves and start right. checking the kids out. Very Dolly quietly and very kids. slowly picks it up again and puts it away. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is 17. Oh wow! Ooh. Well, oh, it's right. it's ju- right. it's just a straight dex for Rot, and his dex is plus two, and I rolled a fifteen. So Rot right. is Rot hides it behind all the gore dripping off of himself. <laughs> well, you do, man. Uh, no, Kina does spot what Rot does. As she, does she, Anchor, she, but Anchor doesn't care. Yeah, Kina Kina's gonna Kina's gonna. Ugh. And t- purposely turn her back on him. <laughs> <laughs> you can continue uh, the scene. Ron's done now. 
I'm so I, glad that I don't have to play this guy for now. I just wanted to horribly dis disable him and then send him to another plane. And that, that was, was the only way I could do it. That was excellently done. Yeah, so uh, hopefully he's getting yeah. brutally sodomized in hell. And yeah, by, he's, he's now a cripple in the nine hells, so good luck yeah. with that. We just yeah. get an unbelievable amount of information from him, too. So. Yeah. And yeah, I showed I as much restraint as I could before yes. Ron's microchip overheated. Yeah, I was going to say, you did, you did better than I did. I was just going to let him come close to me and then let him run himself through on my sword. So. He was going to get out his dick and go up to the rogue. That's a terrible idea. Right, exactly. Yeah, so. like, I would just be like, Carrie, I get a free sneak attack crit. You have to give me one. I'm going to stab him in the wang. Well, he wouldn't have had one after that. I know, when you're done, and Kena would have become the Bobbit of Saltmarsh. Yeah. All of the juvenile werewolves follow exactly what Kena does, and they run towards the front of the ship and kind of huddle together. Right. The little older and little more uh, enhanced and capable uh, werewolf that was over here, it mm. it's staying kind of close to Jin, but it it, it it has not stood up fully. Not it's, been, it's been staying kind of... Hunched or not hunched over, but like you know, cowering a little bit, and it just or it reaches out and kind of gently pats Jin's leg, and then Sylvan asks him, uh, it's, "Can can I go with you, please?" He yeah, is going to sure. address him in silver, saying, "Sylvan, saying you're all coming with us." <laughs> Does that mean we're free? Yes. Yes. And you see several ears from the others perk up a little bit as they. Uh, it, Instead of being afraid, a few of them are seen are seemingly to calm down a little bit. Like, wait, what? We're what? Yes, uh, you Ina guys are going to. She has a fucking werewolf gang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anders gonna just casually start playing on his uh, his loot and say, unless of course you want to join us, and uh, you'll still be free, but um, you can always join us as we take vengeance on those who are hurting you. Says that Rot casually comes back down the stairs to the lower hold, wiping himself with a towel. <laughs> the, the towel is a horrific. It's very small and insufficient, and is just basically a washcloth soaked in blood. You know, it's Rot with a prestidigitation. Oh, yeah. thank you. As well. So thank you. That's so much easier than wet naps. Yes. Yes, it is. Kina's gonna ask the ask the wobblings in Sylvan when was the last time they had eaten or had any water? They tell you it's been five days. Oh, Jesus. Alright, uh, Ron, go find some of those barrels that have food and water in it and break it open. Let's get these kids fed. Passed you up to the front where he previously found that. And you have never seen, like, this is the first time you've ever seen Ron whistle. Just to, He's in such a good mood. Rot whistles a cheerful tune as he walks past, just high-fiving werewolves. Just the, just the happiest anti-rage you've ever seen. As he goes yeah. up and just casually peels the lids off barrels and starts handing things out. Like a mobile, angry deli. <laughs> a mobile, angry deli. Yeah. If, if any of us ever start a deli restaurant, it has to be named the Angry Mobile Deli. <laughs> I, I could see that painted on the side of a food truck. Right, exactly. Angry deli. What do you want? Jesus, I'm just <laughs> just wanted a sandwich, man. Yeah, Jesus. Right, Ron would put on a hairnet, but he doesn't have any um, hair. So. Can I get the number one barbarian rager? 
Okay. Punch, punches her in the face. There you go. Bye. No pickles. No pickles. Oh my god. No pickles. Oh my god. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Rot just finds all the barrels of the best stuff, rips all the lids off, and just sets them down in front of them and points and says, "Go." So let me paint you a picture that I'm sure everyone here is going to be able to imagine very vividly. Imagine, if you will, a high school lunchroom where somebody walks in with chocolate bars and says, hey, everyone, I've got free chocolate bars, and then takes the entire basket full and just chucks it into the middle of the room. I've seen that. It's called Marines with Hot Rations. Josh, I'm sure this is bringing up PTSD memories for you. Yeah, you're not wrong. He's staring out his hand. He can't answer you. <laughs> it is just a flurry of fur and biting and snapping and chomping. And Peanut, Peanut snaps her fingers at all of them. No. No biting? Everybody gets food. Line up. Nobody is listening because it's just this cacophony until everyone has managed to get their hands full of food. It's, I mean, it's, it's been sitting five over days. to their respective sides, chowing they're down. Not, they're not gonna listen. They're not gonna listen to anyone if they've been five days without. Yeah, true. They're gonna give you. The yeah, Rot could scream no through a megaphone, and it would do nothing. Yeah. All right, Tina's gonna tell Ron, "Let's get some water for all of them and put down some sort of." bowl or water for them to pass down. Tina, Ron's confused. What? Jin said where we go back, first round will be on him at Briny Maiden. But Jin, Jin is too small to put Ron's drink on. Why would he do that? Tina does a face palm. It means he's going to buy everyone the first round. Yes. It means a free oh. drink for everybody. Three, three, oh, oh, okay, that's fine. Sorry, Rut. There was a spatial anomaly because he is the size of Rut's foot. <laughs> but don't worry, Jin. Thank you, Rut. You, 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 you are best artificer ever. Thank you. Which is good because um, ship wheel is broken. You might need oh, to yeah. fix that. That's true. <laughs> He casually points at it, smoking rubble. Um, Rot only break, not fix. So, your job. Anchor can take care of that, too. That's good, because Rot not fix. So, I think we should grab any supplies wow. that aren't consumed by these werewolves. <laughs> you starving teenagers? Uh, so, yeah, I think we should take the supply. I, I don't think we should take this ship, because I think we should consolidate to our ship. I agree. I agree. And yeah, just fuck this uh, thing. We should just yeah. it. torch it. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's also, he's also tracking it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Who know? Who knows what glyphs are on this thing? Yeah. Or, or he, they can scry oh. on it. I, I mean, it, we know that there's bombs on here that can decimate a ten square mile pack. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. The only question is, do we figure out how to throw the orb a different direction from where we scuttle the ship, or just leave the orb on the scuttled ship? I just leave it on here and sink it to the bottom. It's not 100% safe, but it's honestly a lot better off at the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. There's a lot less things that can bother it. However, before we do that, Runt points out to Salix the barrels he found that have gunpowder in them and suggests we carry those away. Yeah, no, I think we should take anything of value. Gunpowder, food, stuff. Especially these. And Runt starts gathering those up. Here's another thought. 
um, if we're going to go to the island now that we know how to get there, now the kids are free, we could um, pull out. We know how to get there? I don't think we know how to get there. That's what I was just thinking too, Travis. I was like, did I miss something? I thought yeah, I we got some. No, we did. We got some star positions from him. No, we didn't because as, as soon as we asked about him, the guy's chest started glowing. We were oh, like, oh, right. maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, you're right. Gotcha. You're right. Hello. Yeah. It was still, it was still worth it because this, you know, <laughs> the, you know, this boat was expensive to, to set oh, yeah. this up and to make oh, all this not- shit. Yeah. Perhaps. Besides, Josh, I already put my plan for what to do in the PC Portraits channel. It's already there. I missed it. Yeah, that's what's initially. Like maybe if we saw the four uh, headed back towards us, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Do we remember? <laughs> well, actually, they were going to be deployed on the mainland, so they were heading that way. So yeah. we could we could continue to the mainland and let these kids go. No, no, no. You are going the opposite direction. You are, are a day and a half away from Salt Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. We're a island. day and a half uh, away from Salt Marsh, and uh, these you were kids. To the size. These kids and Ada need to get back to Salt Marsh, and we need to get to the styes. So I don't think we should scuttle the boat. I think I think we We do have the the collapsible boat which we could give to um, our two crew members while we keep the sea ghost because that thing can turn into a full on ship how many people can fit in the collapsible boat it's got a top number doesn't it it's got a top number of passengers Uh, let me look I thought it was fairly small. Well, it has like three. It has, it's like a a rowboat, like a little bit bigger, and then like a full size ship, I thought. Okay. The biggest version turns it into a um, a 24 foot long ship. Yeah. The ship can hold 15 medium creatures comfortably. So there's, it would be too small. How many baby werewolves are there? Yeah. How many are there? I see more than 15. Uh, 17. Okay, thanks. Because we need something big enough to carry 17 baby werewolves and Ada back to Saltmarsh. 15 comfortably or 17 uncomfortably. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that is true. If people are desperate, the, 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 someone is more, if, if it means freedom, someone will cling to the deck. Right. I mean, I would say that 15 medium creatures comfortably, I would say, is definitely could fit in 17, you know, with mild discomfort. Yeah. So we're going to, so our, the thought is send them back in the collapsible boat, and then we'll continue on in the, uh, in the ship. In this, in the gu- the sea. Ghost. Do do any of the baby werewolves know how to sail? <laughs> Good question. Right. Yeah. Because we need to send them to the bodyguards that we have at the Briny Maiden. Yeah, we need we need to and like Assault Marsh is being all anti lycanthrope 
So we need right. to actually set instead of take, I don't think we can take them and Ada in the same boat. I think Ada is going to have to travel separately from them to rejoin the council. And I think we have to go back to Saltmarsh. I don't think we can go on to the styes from here because I think we're going to have to take Ada back to the council separately from the baby werewolves. And we're going to have to take the that, baby werewolves. That, that Yeah, Trava, not to interrupt you, but you raise an excellent point, which is just how exactly did they take Ada out of Saltmarsh? Yeah, and, and if the people who did that are still there and we bring her back, they could do something even worse to her. Yeah. Right. So we need to be I with her. I think it's a question we need to ask Ada now that yes. she should be waking up. Yes, we should talk to her next. That is a very good... We, we are missing an important NPC's opinion. Mm -hmm. And one question before we do that. Can't they just get out of their hybrid form and stay in their human form? Mm -hmm. They can. They but, can, and I think we'll be okay with that, but we need to we need to talk to Ada first. I'm all for talking to Ada. Just, I felt like we just weren't thinking about that. Well, I want to make right. sure there wasn't something that it, maybe they couldn't transfer for some reason. I don't know. Right, yeah, like the other guy. We haven't we're asked. They should, they should be able to, but like, let's just, uh, let's just we will recognize them. them. Yeah, well, this, yeah, we don't know if there's anything funky about this particular 17 guys type of lycanthropy. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll ask one of them, Carrie. Say, are you able to tr transform back to your human uh, appearance? They look at you and go, uh, I can't do a young, gruff voice very easily because, you know, I'm fucking old at this point. Uh, they look at you and tell you, yes, they could, but they kind of look around at each other like, we don't exactly have clothing. Oh, yeah, okay. So not even shorts. So... We've all seen it before. It's okay. Right. Yeah, here, Ron, show you. No, Ron, no, no. showing. Oh, no so showing. Sorry. Tina's going to send Ron to the back of the boat and see if there's any kilts or pants or anything like that. Ron is now a registered sex offender. Yes. Uh-oh. Ron, you mean Ron can't go within... Is there a school within a thousand yards of Sereny Maiden? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Shit. Probably all of town is within a thousand yards. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we do manage to find some clothing. Yeah. Some of it is a little, um, like, it, it's some finer male or men's clothing. That'll do. Ron just tears all the crates open bit, and dumps it out. Or some of it's flashy. Some of it's a little ostentatious. Oh, Bart. Yeah, oh. At least get pants for everyone. That's like yeah. priority number one. Yeah. Ron, Ron's like, oh, Bront find bard pants. Here. <laughs> those are the pants that don't rip, no matter how much they're stretched. <laughs> oh, Ron needs those for when he rages. Ron keeps a purple pair. But conveniently <laughs> enough, if hit with some kind of a fire blast or something that would destroy normal clothing, everything but the private area is destroyed. Uh, Ron really needs like one it. of these dead. Like like <laughs> Rod's guilt is now made from that. <laughs> Rod's fireproof dog. <laughs> Long story short, you managed to find clothing for all of the uh, the poorly or newly freed wear creature or wear people. 
which are a mix of young men and young women. Interesting. Um, Wesson. Wesson. Hey, Rob. You, um, good person. Yeah? Try to be. You think, um, what Ron did was okay? With, um, Captain... Ron notices that Captain Wolfman... Sorry, go ahead. You had it coming, Ron. Okay. You're, sorry, you Ron's conscience. <laughs> I I think it was kind of a little too aggressive. I'll do the other shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Rots need neutrality, fairy, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rogue. Okay. <laughs> like a throat, shoulder, de- or shoulder angel and demon. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, Rod, that was pretty. You should do the right thing. And over there, no, Rod, strangle them all to death with their innards. All enemies must perish. <laughs> What's different Rod, about this one, Carrie? Rod notices that this one seems to be gently tugging on Jin's hand, holding it, and saying something. But Rod can't quite understand what it's saying. Oh, well, then nice Rod. Rod um, waits for. If Jin does, isn't aware that this thing is trying to get help from Jin, Rod just. Runt taps on Jin's combat helmet. <laughs> hey! Hey, Tony! <laughs> hey! Um, yep. I, think, I think this one needs help. Yeah? So, what, what is it that you need? Uh, it, in Sylvan, it says, is it okay if I get something to eat, too? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, sure. The tail starts wagging, and then Rot sees this one scamper. You kind of skid to a stop, carefully go around Ander, and then it or he too runs over, grabs something to eat, and starts eating. And then he runs back and he sits down next to Jen. Ander's just playing music, by the way. He's not being threatening in any way. And in between mouthfuls of food and tail wagging, this one looks up at Jin and says, I'm Maiko. What's your name? Ah, Jin. It's nice to meet you, Jin. Nice to meet you too, Maiko. Maiko? Maiko or Maiko? <laughs> Maiko. Maiko. His name is Maiko. rowed the boat to shore. <laughs> oh, God. Werewolf Luya. He just gonna double check and make sure none of the werewolves are hurt and ask Jolly to help her. Uh, they... At this point, Jolly is a bird again. Sorry. So she's actually just perched on the hammock above where Ada is sleeping and she's gonna telepathically notify everybody when she wakes up. Okay. Jolly keeps reaching uh, over and like gently nibbling on Ada's ear. Uh, no, I. I, I I think Trava, uh, I'm sorry. You're, she... you're a telepathic cuckoo clock. Yes, a telepathic. <laughs> also, I would have made before I turned back. I would have made a bowl of good berries. So uh, I would let you guys know that I have them here, but I want to keep one for Ada to eat when she wakes up. That should work. Because uh, Vice, if I just spend like, uh, I mean, I can make what 20, 20 of them, pretty yep. easy. And, uh, yes. It only takes about 10, 15 minutes for the werewolves. 
to all finish eating and getting their fill of food and water. And they look very grateful and are smiling. And then they kind of look at you expectantly. And, and Maiko says, in common, or he, 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 kind of broken, kind of hard to understand, a little guttural, like, oh, wait, we, we go now? You guys have homes to go back to? They look at you, and you see just a lot of solemn looks. Where will you be Probably going? Probably a no. Yep. I'll kidnap yep. when they were like four. Okay. And In Sylvan, Maiko turns and, and says to you, we, we were hoping maybe you might have some place for us. I think we yeah. should set them up in the haunted house. No, we need the bodyguard from the Briny Maiden to look out for these kids, too. Yeah, but uh, they need some place to stay. There's too many of them to just take them to the Briny Maiden. The haunted house has all of those tunnels underneath it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... In the attic and poisonous snakes in the garden. Uh, well, you wouldn't let me catch the poisonous snakes. When we go back, maybe I can catch them again. Anyway, they're they're werewolves. They're immune to non-silver, non-poisonous, non-magical yeah. damage. Yeah, she... The teeth yeah. can't pierce the skin. Yeah. 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 yeah, she makes an excellent point, Carrie. Those snakes yeah. and sturges so... can't do shit to them. So... <laughs> On that note, when you asked about checking them over for wounds, they have visible shackle marks and rub marks. Yeah, yeah but you, you said it was chains. made of silver. Mm-hmm. Chains are made of silver, but they have visible bruises and shackle marks. Bruises? T- oh, so they're have, not... Or, have, uh, or one of them has a split lip. So they're not full lycanthropes or normal lycanthropes? I don't know if anybody else can give them a full exam with, like, an Arcana check involved, or if Jolly's going to have to take a humanoid form and roll. come over and do it, but... I can roll an Arcana. Hold on. Uh, I'm not trained in it. Uh, Try and figure it out. Unfortunately, oh, is not going to help you here. Oh. What do they, what so, do they need? Is it, is medicine. it medicine? Medicine or nature? All right, oh. both of those are jolly. All right, so I have to. Uh, I'm gonna call uh, Zeb in here to watch over Ada until she wakes up. Wait, Zeb's the one that talks, right? No, Zeb's Ahmed. the one that took the vow of silence. All right, oh. Ahmed. Then sorry, I didn't look oh, him up little. in my notes. I'm gonna call Ahmed, Ahmed over to stand here with Ada and keep an eye on her while she. And then I'm going to, well, first I have to take a humanoid form, but I'm going to... At the moment, Zeb is busy trying to push uh, Piston back into the water. That's tough, so... Jump. Back isn't too bad there. Jump. (laughs) All right. Uh, Checks on these guys. You said medicine and nature, correct? Yep. Both of those are things I'm quite good at, so... Here we a go. couple of the young men look a little uh, apprehensive as a large uh, military green macaw comes flapping down and lands on the shoulder of one of the women, or you know, one of the young girls. And she is startled a little bit, but then she reaches up and starts scritching Jolly on the back of the head. Oh, I take the scritch before I hop off of her shoulder and turn humanoid again. Thank you. That's very nice. I like that. When you do that, they all kind of take a step back and they're looking around like, uh, uh, 
Uh, no, come back. Okay. That is friendly magic bird, says Ron. I am a friendly magic bird. <laughs> <laughs> For the first oh. time since all of this started happening, Michael stands up and he, he just looks over at Jin and goes, you're a very strange bunch. Tina's going to re respond back to him and Sullen, you have no clue. Alright, so, uh, I believe these are both plus eights, but give me a second to get to the right part of the character sheet to be sure. Was Jin's check good enough? No. Damn. No, he's not. Okay, so no, the medicine... The medicine shack oh, is. I sorry, a... I missed your nature check You're on your 20. Okay. Yeah. Medic L2R. Medicine check is a 22, and the nature check is a also a 22 because one's a 7 and one's an 8. Okay. Right. So, with the nature check, as both of you are looking at, or at these kids, kids slash young adults, they have some of the characteristics of lycanthropes. But not all of them. It's almost as if it hasn't applied everything or fully taken effect, despite the fact that they were able to shift in or you know shift back out of being a hybridesque form. Your medicine check, their wounds are healing some, but not nearly as what you would expect. Are they, they seem to be just a little better at healing than average? I'm All right, well, well, now that I'm here, I can just hand out good berries to people. What'd you say, Cody? Do we know how long they've been, like, lycanthropes for? You got Try a good enough up. nature check. We can also ask them. Yeah. And uh, with a little bit of knowledge that uh, Wesson and Jin now have, they have not fully turned. They could be cured. Oh... I can cure I can cure two a day until the next full moon, which will take me a week. Well, we, we, Actually, we if I if I if I if I rest all day, if I cure two, rest all day, and then cure two more, I could cure four a day. Yes, it is. It is true that if we put her on Jolly on no other chore but this, she could do it. You can technically bring her back in the town. <laughs> oh, Rot thinks Rot heard God. Angela! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is true. that, God? <laughs> that's true. We could we could get them to Angela and she could maybe. Golly, you could too. technically do six a day because if you're doing, I mean, the day is split into three eight hour periods. <laughs> yeah. Well, then. Ronth ha Ronth have suggestion then. Cast, cast. But then Jolly has to cast, travel. Cast. Yeah. <laughs> then Jolly has to travel back with. Actually, she could do three at a time if she used her sixth level spell slot too, because she does have a sixth level spell slot now. She has two fifth and a sixth, so she could oh. do three at a time. So she could theoretically, theoretically, she could do nine in a day. <laughs> Let's Which would take let's, two let's take them days. all on our let's take them all. I think we should take them all on our ship. All the uh, goods that we all the goods that we can loot off this ship we take. We take them onto our ship too. We sink this fucking thing. And we take them all and Ada back to Salt Marsh unless she gives us a different story. 
So wait, you're not going to take Slave One with you? Come on. If this was Slave One, I would absolutely take it because you know it would fly and have proton torpedoes, but it doesn't. I have it on good authority. It can't do either of those things. No, it just has an arm that spies on us and a bunch of slave piss. So I'm going to go ahead and pass on taking this thing with us. That's correct. is high enough alone that I, I, I thoroughly enjoy the idea of firebombing this thing and watching it sink. Anders is going to caution against that. I do not think we should sink this because... We know that there exists on this magical devices that could blow up massive amounts of the ocean. We don't know what kind of fail-safes could trigger them. Well, if we take Not it safe. back, if we take it back to Salt Marsh, don't we risk it getting back into the hands of the Yeah, I absolutely don't want to take I'm it. Not, I'm not we saying we shouldn't sink it. I'm saying we shouldn't blow it up. What we if can, what we, we should do? Here. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. What if mm-hmm. we just leave it anchored right here? We can potentially come back to it, or they can come and find it empty. Well, my suggestion is we leave it anchored here. We sail as far away from it as we can get and still shoot at it with the cannons. And then we sink it. It's 10 by 10 mile. Like, we can't... We can scuttle it. Anchor will know how to sink it without blowing it up. Yeah, were you exaggerating, Carrie, or is that literally how hard it could explode? That is literally how hard this thing hits. When it explodes. The, the, the collars? The collars themselves. Every single one of them. And there are two per bench. They, so it's not they, like a fire spell. It's like a nuke spell. Are the, mm-hmm. are the collars connected to anything? They're the connected wall. to a chain that is connected to the wall of the ship. We can't see okay. the chain. I, yeah, I thought the, I thought the manacles were connected to the wall. I thought the collars were just on them. Okay. How, how far away can we get and still shoot at it with the cannons? <laughs> those things, those, not, not even one mile. A few hundred yards. A few hundred yards for any accuracy at all. Yeah. Honestly, we'd be better off just like boring a huge oh, hole I know, in the bottom I know what we should sink. do. I know what we should do. I know what we should do. I can summon a fire elemental. Okay. Oh, and just let it burn to the ground and then sink? Yeah, and once once we're once we're uh, well, at the, if I summon a fire elemental, it'll be loyal to me for an hour. We mm-hmm. sail as far away as we can get in an hour, as fast as we can go in an hour with the whole kicky kicky and the and the sails and everything, right? Anchor. Uh, know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, as fast as we can go for an hour, and I leave the fire elemental on here, and like five minutes before the hour ends, I uh, it starts uh, burning. We leave it with a a barrel of gunpowder. A fire elemental and a barrel of gunpowder should be able to thoroughly sink the ship. Well, how deep is the water here? I mean, are we like out in the middle of the open ocean? Yeah. yeah, I just don't have to burn it. We can just blow a hole in it and let it sink. Yeah. They're not going to dive hundreds yeah. of feet down to get it back. It's 10 mile like a sphere. A magic exists. Right, but we also don't necessarily <laughs> want to risk blowing a hole back in the ocean or something like that. Oh, yeah. We don't want to make a, make a well, tsunami. You are pretty far out. To see, yeah. by the way, Aaron, so they're Salix, so it's pretty yeah. fucking deep. 
Okay. It will just, also just absolutely, it will absolutely it. create a tsunami if it goes off. Yeah, I think we're way overthinking this. Let's just sink the boat and move on. I agree. I so, really think I really think we just blow a hole in the bottom, let it sink, and send move on to the next thing. Why not, as Court, as Jordan was saying, why not use the, the the abyss portal we have and send the ship to to, to the abyss and blow it up there? Yep, could do that. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Andrew would also too big to fit through a portal. <laughs> the captain is like, he just managed to strangle the pit fiend to death. He's crawling <laughs> away from it, and then the ship comes through and explodes on top of him. No, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Andrew would like to uh, identify the collars to see any triggers. They were spells from what Kel had told us earlier. We know they were spells, but we don't know their triggers. Evocation magic. So, so yeah, Kel would have known. Yeah. Um, I'm of swinging the thing to a different dimension or simply sinking it. So, Carrie, I would like to know the triggers based on the identifies. If you want to cast identify yourself or roll an arcana to try and discern it, you can do that, but yeah, Kel was the one who did that, and yeah. Kel not That's here. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah, identify. Okay. Yeah. So you cast identify on this, and the the engraving that's on these collars is almost a one-for-one one of the fireball tattoos that you've found on several people before, except considerably stronger. So main triggers are speaking of the master or certain places, not necessarily. Although those went off when those people died. Not necessarily when they died, when they said something. When they died, the tattoos just went inert. Is his identify, identifying if they would blow up if they got disconnected from the wall? Right. As a matter of fact, with the identifiers you're looking at it, the walls are also magical. I have an offer to deal with the boat. What is it? Yeah. They will sink it for us. None of us will be harmed. And we simply need to sail away and watch... A beautiful sunset. Ooh. You remember the guy that handed me the uh, major healing spell? Oh, I'm good no. with that. I do not remember. <laughs> I am too. It's either that or we use Brunt's crossbow again and send it someplace really, really terrifying. Too big for the crossbow. Yeah, I think it's too big to fit through the portals. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... I think the portal yeah. just is big enough for a creature to come through. How that? I think Aaron's idea of just putting a hole in the bottom of it and, let, and letting it slow, slowly sink with water. Yeah. Yep. Run, I think yep, so, I too. Just like four shots in unison. If it's the same place, it's probably random. <laughs> I, you know what? Let's make sure. I say we take the offer. That way, we don't worry about blowing it up as we shoot at it or sinking. Offer you, offer you. 
I have. Well, you remember when we were at the castle and we were, I ended up with that person talking to me at night and uh, they gave me a huge healing spell. I think I used the, it on you, potion. actually. Yeah, and like a major restoration potion after that fight. Um, he has offered to deal with the ship for us. This isn't. I'm willing to let him. I, I I might have missed this session, but was was that Strahd? It's an out of question, out of character question. It's it is it is not Strahd, but it's not not Strahd either. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Scratches his head and looks at it Kina. Is it's like, oh, probably what? Strahd. Okay, what does deal with the <laughs> ship oh, yeah. mean? Okay. He will sink it for want... us. Okay, if, I mean, if it gets sunk, it gets sunk. If we do it, if somebody else do it, I don't. I just don't want it like deal with it means it like falls into somebody else's hands and then, yeah, right. and then comes now back we have, after us. Yeah, now we have a whole, you know, we right. just we just kick the can mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah. Rot wants yeah, to I mean, blow up can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it gets sunk, it gets sunk. Then I, I'm fine with that. Let's... Right. absolutely yeah. does not care who destroys the child's slave ship as long as Anchor the child's slave ship the... gets destroyed. Anchor comes yep. across the mental link. He... He suddenly jerks his head uh, 180 degrees around, and then it rotates back around to the uh, to the front, and his eyes start blinking red. And he comes across, and the he says, "There, we need to go now." All right, get everything off the ship, and the werewolves onto the sea ghost. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay, we do that thing as long as ship goes away. Here, Salix, you help the carry loot. Is starting to blink red. Oh, okay. Bye. Ront picks up a barrel of gunpowder and runs with it. Well, no, I take that back. Ront picks up a barrel of gunpowder under one arm, and he picks up Jin under the other arm. And I pick and... up me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then Ront runs. Because Ront can carry all three of those things. And then yeah. Ront bolts. Ront knows that Wesson can keep up because Wesson is a human and has longer legs. Yep. Fill the ship with child werewolves. Shoo yeah. shoo. And... On, our, on the other ship, kids. Yep. They right. have no jump, jump. time shifting yeah, time. over and then yeah. climbing up and jumping over. Yeah, time to go. But Ron does Ron does bring his barrel of gunpowder with him. He's getting that out of this. Kina sends Ron back for other barrels of gunpowder or anything else useful. Okay. Ron just Ron just throws him. Yes, sir. Wesson does prepare that if he um, he's watching that ship, and if he sees an explosion start, he's, he's going to cast a wall of force around us. So we don't go kabooey. Yep. Yeah. Roger that. It will be epic. <laughs> okay. Kina, Kina makes sure Ront loots anything of use. Yeah. And then, uh, Anchor, can you do the uh, the speed propeller number again? If it's a big Anchor salutes. Runs to, oops, that's not Anchor. Anchor salutes. Runs to the back of the boat. He yeah, watches he eats a mushroom. Oh yeah, like the bottom part of the ship. Jumps off and he starts oh. pushing. Exactly. Rot wishes to Rot needs to point out problem. We not we have no wheel. Anchor already fixed or anchor was working on wheel that whole time. Oh, okay. As you yeah. say, otherwise Ron is your new reel. Anchor, Anchor immediately said that he could fix it, so I know we didn't do that part. But okay, good, good. I just wanted to point that out because that's a big problem. And also, Anchor is pushing the ship at the rudder, so he can, you know, 
Hear it as needed. <laughs> he, he's a two for one deal in the speed propeller number. Yeah. And you watch as the sea ghost is being propelled rapidly away. And when you're about three, four hundred feet away, you start to feel a mass amount of or all of you, since all of you are essentially casters, all of you start feeling a massive amount of arcane energy being gathered. Suddenly mists appear from the water's edge, swirl around the boat, and just as you're starting to hear a bit of an explosion, the boat and the mist vanish with a Huh? I do like it when he helps us out. Rot, rot. Rot looks so sad. He literally just sits down on this cannon and like tries to hold back the tears. What's the matter, Rot? No explosion. Rot was hoping to see Titanic explosion. Was uh, was that mist similar to the mist that took Cal? No. Just making sure. Ah. Hey, uh, Cody. Gotcha. I, I wish to award an inspiration to you to use during this session for having the presence of mind to think of creating a, um, literally giving the triple middle finger to physics, but still, in fact, shielding us from a blast wave with your wall of force yeah. idea. So uh, please accept that. Uh, gladly, thank you. Because that, I mean, it would be absurdly in the face of physics, and that's why magic is cool. Yeah. Magic. You guys so yeah don't have to explain it. Because yeah. you would pretty much be telling a nuclear blast no. Yeah. <laughs> you would be putting <laughs> a refrigerator <laughs> around the rest of you. <laughs> uh, which one is the youngest? Because I'm going to cure that one first. It's one of the women. There's one of the young girls who has a split lip. Oh, I fed everybody a uh, good berry, too. So minor oh. injuries should have. Uh... Okay. Oh, yes. When they, when they eat the good berries, a lot of them look surprised, especially the young males, because they're like, I'm, I'm full. I, I'm mm -hmm. full. <laughs> and they kind of <laughs> dance around a little bit, not realizing that their wounds have also been healed. Yeah. <clears throat> and anybody who's been a teenage boy understands that feeling. <laughs> I'm full and my stomach doesn't hurt and I'm not nauseous. So I take it yep. that you're heading back to Salt Marsh then. Yeah, we've kind of got to. And I want to know when Ada wakes up because we mm -hmm. have we want to hear what she has to say. Ada wakes yeah. up a little later in the evening. After you've managed to finally settle down the ship full of now fed and happy, able to shift back and forth, lycanthropes, the boys have been running around all over the rigging, much to Zeb's dismay, as Zeb and Anchor continue to try and chase them around to keep them from damaging the ship. Ahmed is steering it. The girls they have, have all been sitting and braiding. They should all be like ready to like fall over, you know, and like, you know, propel the ship on snore power alone. Oh, God, no. Once they've been fed, they are full of energy. <laughs> full of energy and highly rambunctious. If only the we girls... had a treadmill system. Build one, Jen. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> the girls, on the other hand, have been sitting down and braiding each other's hair, and 
if Kina goes or tries to pass by, she is forced into this. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are worse situations to have. Yeah, at yeah, least whichever, they're friendly. Whichever girl looks like, uh, which, whichever one looks the youngest. Jolly has one spell of the right level left, and she will cast Greater Restoration on that one. Okay. I assume they want you to be cured, right? Several oh, of them yeah. do, but there are a handful that don't. Okay, well, I, I, I won't cure the ones that don't want to be cured. The youngest of the ones that do want to be cured get cured. When they get a little, When they get a little too wound up, Ander is going to call them all to the back of this ship, all the boys, and teach them a dirty drinking song. <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, absolutely get their attention. It is wow. not hard whatsoever. Wow, that that was really good. <laughs> what do they like more than anything? I, I'm going to teach you a dirty song. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a middle school teacher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't take long before now you have a ship full of drunken werewolves. <laughs> Who, after a little bit of, you know, a few cannonballs off the side and then climbing back up the or the side of the ship, they eventually pass out. Allowing you to finally get some respite. Ada finally wakes up, and it's about 11, 12 o'clock at night at this point. And she's does looking a little bit of the entire party is looking down at her when she opens her eyes. Well, no, somebody's steering the ship. <laughs> she flutters her, her <laughs> eyes a little bit, and when she sees all of you, she jumps and almost falls out of the hammock, which I'm assuming that Ron catches her and stabilizes yeah. her. Yeah, he, Ron just casually lifts a hand. Whoa. Oh, seven hells. I was not expecting to wake up to that. Hopefully it's before. better than what you woke up to last last time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, hi, hi Miss Ada. It, it, as soon as she says that, wherever Maiko is in this jumbled mess of tokens, God, it's going to take me forever to clean this up. Wherever Maiko is in this mess, he followed Jin into this room. He kind of shirks off to the side a little bit, like, uh... I'm not in this room here. <laughs> Ignore me. Hey, I don't know if he could have followed Jin in. This room is really crowded at this point. Yeah. Well, I grabbed him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they're forming Muppet Man. They're small. <laughs> Muppet oh. Man? Is that like a is that like a, a bad That's... Transformers? <laughs> It's from the it's from the Muppet movie. They said I'm not doing Muppet Man when when like three small ones stand on each other and wear a trench coat to look like a person. Oh yeah, yeah. So gnomes can do that. <laughs> Old she, gnome she, trick. She shakes her head a little bit, like, oh man, whatever was in that, whatever was in that drink. That's the last time I go drinking. Where were you drinking, Miss Ada? I was drinking at this tavern near the town hall. Um, oh, what was the name of it? It's not the Briny Maiden, is it? Oh, no, no, no. That dive? Uh-uh. I, I know <laughs> that's where all of you have been calling home, but... Hey! <laughs> that what you get for not drinking at the Briny Maiden. <laughs> uh, hang on one second. I'm trying to think of a... 
the uneven eagles. That's what it's called. Well. Oh God, I hope we can. Pro- I hope we can provoke a bar fight in there. <laughs> oh God, I hope we can. You know, it sounds kind of Last time I go there, it, it was a fairly new tavern too. It just opened in the wreckage of what used to be one, uh, a shop that got damaged from the attacks. I'm not sure how they managed to rebuild so quickly, though. Well, maybe that's part of the problem. Who wants to bet that it's not actually going to be there when we go? Yeah, it's just a hole in the ground. Either that or I smell a front. Yeah. All right, Ada, so you you went in and you did you eat and drink or just drink? No, I had to get a couple of drinks because Eleander was just being an unreasonable dick. Oh, is okay. that different from any other time? This time he had an especial or an especially hard hate on for anyone who was a lycanthrope. He, uh, we believe he is under an enchantment. We haven't been able to remove it yet. Well, that would explain the nervous tick. Nervous tick? What nervous tick? He's got this one vein that keeps bulging out whenever anybody challenges him. Mm. Or says anything opposite of what he used to, or what he thinks. Mm. You end up on boat with werewolves. Who put you there? I was on a boat with the werewolves? Yeah, who put you there? She looks down for a little bit and she closes her eyes to think, and then she looks up and she goes, I... I'm I'm sorry, Rot, but I don't remember. But that definitely explains why I kept smelling wet dog in my dreams. Mm-hmm. What Did was the last thing you do remember? Uh, what 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 he said? The last thing I remember was the bartender handing me a drink, swirling the scotch around in the gl- in the crystal glass a little bit, taking a few sips of it, and then I started feeling lightheaded. <sighs> and then I smelled salt air, and it felt like. Sea spray or mist? You know the name of this bartender? I usually don't ask their names because as soon as you do, they think either you're trying to make a pass at them or that it's an invitation to join you in bed. Yeah. Incur. You mean like Ender? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like right. Ender. Yeah, I mean, I think once we get back, we should definitely check out the location of this bar, and I use that term loosely, um, to see if there are any clues there. Hope so badly it's still there. Can we get a description of this bartender, then, if you don't have his name? He already gave it. Uh, Well, he was about, um, and she looks around the room. He was about her height, pointing to Kina, not as well-built as him, and she's pointing over to Wesson, and he had a mustache, long and curled at the ends, like, I guess I should have realized that he was going to put something in my drink. He looked like your stereotypical bad guy villain from the novellas. (laughs) Did he he twirl a mustache with finger? Did he have an accent? He never said anything to me. It was just nods and grunts. 
damn, because that's a, that's actually a good question. The accent <laughs> can tell us a lot, including what my, his native language might be. Yeah. Yeah. You oh. know, because like you know, Zuviel has a very specific way of talking. I was wondering if right. like. You know, oh yeah, he talked exactly like this. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's true because it could be someone else with a simple disguise self spell. Yeah, I mean, just some but that doesn't mask their vo- magic. Could, yeah. yeah, that doesn't mask their voice. <laughs> yeah, it's probably why he didn't speak. In fact, because he knew. I I think you're entirely right, Aaron. I think that was it. Was I need to look this way and that's it, but not talk. Yeah. Well, you safe now, Ada. We're going back to Stomp Marsh. Uh, that'll be a relief. But, um, you not safe when you get there. We have to do, um, some, my friends that have smarts need to come up with something for you. Yeah, I think you're going to need a personal guard, Ada, of... Completely trustable staff. Roll perception checks. Okay. Actually rolled high on this one. Dirty 20. Dolly never ah. rolls high on perception. Ront beats Kina, and then Aaron beats Ront. <laughs> 22. Ah, same. Wait, one. Rock gets to be in the Smart Kids Club. Did anybody not roll 15 or better? Wow. Jeez. We are very perceptive today. Yeah, yeah. We are very perceptive everybody today. did good on this roll. <laughs> yeah. The record scratches as the entire party notices something at once. Give <laughs> me a second. I'm trying to find. Where did it go? Even Rod. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to roll like dog shit in combat, I'm sure, but hey, man, I can perceive the shit out of this. I figured it out, though. You have no escape now, Carrie. The entire party knew it. Even the idiot. Oh, what the heck? It didn't. Oh, there it is. Okay. There's something in her pocket. It's a gold. It's a gold ring. I knew it. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> a single card falls down onto the floor. Oh, okay. I was laughing. Sorry. A card. One of a bitch. Your friend is back. It's playing Wait. cards. Wait a minute. Taroka cards. We is found that... one. We found oh. one at the island and have to go back out, out, back through my notes and figure out all the places we've seen one. Wait a minute. Is this that? Is this the one that left the mean pictures? Is yes. that what that is? Oh. Rot likes pictures. But not those. Is there anything unusual on the card? Is there anything written on the back? Is it worn or folded or anything like that? It is crisp and pristine. As if it was almost, you know, printed and minted right before your eyes. Mm. I'm trying to get down to the actual, like, description of the... Oh. Does it burn? Okay. So, the Tempter card. 
for those of you who have an intelligence higher than three, minus Ront, because, sorry, Ront, but all of you who have any arcane ability whatsoever, you know that the Tempter card is one who has been compromised or led astray by the temptation or foolishness, one who tempts others for evil ends. Ada. Keenan's going to explain that to Ada and say, Ada, how could they have corrupted you or tempted you? Huh? What are you talking about? Ada, is there any reason you would be compromised in any way where somebody would have information to hold over your head or blackmail you with? No, I'm a pretty open book. I try to keep everything above board and legitimate because I don't want to have happen to me what happened to the previous council member or the previous head of the council. What happened to the previous head of the council? Many years ago, he was caught doing some black market dealings and some underhanded pinnings with the next kingdom over. The crown was not happy and had him beheaded. Nope. Jesus. Okay. That's that's not happy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's execution. All right. There's displeasure and then there's beheading. So I try to keep everything above board. In fact, I I can't think of anything that anybody could even use against me. Okay, good. Is Anchor still powering the ship? Or Anchor still powering the ship? Anchor is still powering the ship. I don't know if you saw, but uh, while we're while we're having this conversation, Jolly wants to cast detect magic. You cast detect magic, and the entire party glows. Yeah, as yeah. does Ada's brain. Yeah, yeah, the spell. Based on my insight, do I think she thinks she's telling the truth? What did what was her insight? So I'm looking at it. <laughs> She believes that what she says is the absolute truth. The highest level spell slot I have left is four, so this is to spell at fourth level. Mikeo, as he's looking in, he goes, he taps Jin on the shoulder and says in Sylvan, um, I have one of those. It showed up in my pocket. Ooh. Hmm. Can we see it? Enchanter? What? Oh. And he hands it. To Jin. When did oh. I ask him? I ask him in Sylvan. I say, when? When did that show up? When did you notice that? I noticed it in my pockets after we had left from the other ship. Okay. Hmm. Rot immediately checks his sporin. <laughs> you find it. You find a small piece of half-chewed cheese from Mister Squeaky. Uh, one of the oh. Oh, okay. Rot was just seeing if he had a magic picture, too. Do, do I have to roll for the dispel? It's probably an oversight. Enchanter <laughs> card, mean carry. Uh, hang on. Too many questions at once. Mm-hmm. At, least are, at least people are interested. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, when you go to cast the, the dispel magic, the the yellow glow that's around her brain is very minor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you cast it, you don't go blind. But then the last of the little bit of a yellow glow goes away from her brain. And then she 
kind of blinks at you a little bit and and then she kind of looks around like wait a minute why the hell was I standing in a burnt out warehouse drinking with a man with a red bandana oh Ada I did not go blind this time Oh, that 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 good, Charlie. Because the last time that happened to Ron is because Ron drink rubbing alcohol. <laughs> we've had the conversation about you drinking wood alcohol. We've we've agreed you're not going to do that again. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yes, Miss Kina. No ingesting disinfectants. Yes. <laughs> no. This time. No. This this, no this time. What, no matter what the president says. Yeah. No bleach. No lights. Rot not sticking Christmas lights in Rod's butthole anymore. This card is a little more obscure because this is not one of the high Taroka cards. Roll me an Arcana, anybody who wants to know what it means. At least not Valley medicinally, Rod. 19. <laughs> medicinally. Oh, that was exactly 19 again. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, Andrew. You don't quite know this one. Okay, he's gonna pretend he knew all along. So the enchanter represents inner turmoil that comes from confusion, fear of failure, or false information. False information. I said it first. Enchanter, <laughs> appreciate it. Hmm. Ada, wait a minute. So you were drinking in a burned-out building with a guy in a red bandana. Do you have any clue now what he gave you? Or how you got no. on the boat? I don't even know why I would, would have gone in there to get a drink. We were in the middle of an argument. I was Ooh. arguing with Copperlocks and Eleander, saying that the laws that they wanted to pass were not fair and were unjustified after what happened with the attacks. But I... Some... I felt... I suddenly just had this urge to leave the council and go get a drink. Oh, that's a sign of alcoholism. You should stop that. <laughs> she, she, her eyes kind of narrow. She looks over at you. I don't drink. You were under an enchantment. Oh. I have removed it. Rot, sorry. <laughs> her eyes open a little bit wider, like... Blasted is seven hells. Oh. Well, I guess the anti-magic runes that were inscribed on the council chambers aren't working then. Yeah, we probably should have someone, one of us, take a look at them again. Yeah, they may have been corrupted. <laughs> yeah, with, I mean, all they would have to do is corrupt a council member while they were outside the protections and then have them bring something in that would disable them. Uh, with the amount of enchantments that were thrown around the other evening, it seems likely that it would have happened then and no one would have noticed an increase in magic with all the destruction and burning and possessing and fighting. Those parts. Rod mm -hmm. has a suggestion, Jolly. Yes? Um, we have Miss Ada 
and you fix her um brain spell, right? Yes. So we can go back to Saltmarsh, and Ada is still member of um War Council, right? Yes. Well, then so, yes. She, she can take us right into important argument room, and we can see if there is problem there. Yes, right. and we can also ask Angela for some extra help with that. Right. <laughs> and also, we need to visit this tavern, in quotation marks, that gave you drink. It wasn't really a tavern, Ron. They just enchanted her to think it was. They made a fake tavern. So it's a magical tavern. Yes. <laughs> well, do we... Do we know anyone who's? Uh, we, they said a red bandana. Do we know anyone who's? Many, yes. many of Zuvial's underlings wear red bandanas. Yeah. Okay. Was the it's most... kind of his. It's kind of his symbol. That's his. Okay. Yeah. He wears one for fuck's sake. Okay, so Zuvial... I mean, honestly, like, right? We know that he has at least one vampire knoll or something like that. Ooh. Any vampire could have done this really easily. Right, yeah, so yeah. so Zuvio's a blood then. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, not yes. a crip. No, not <laughs> Rod's going to do the crip walk on his face one day, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Rod gets blue bandana. Yeah. Ada continues to talk to you a little bit, but she does say that she's feeling honestly a little drained and exhausted. Even though she's been passed out, she really I, just I, wants I will, a chance to recover. I will feed her a good berry, and we will let her sleep. And you do manage to get back. Well, uh, accelerate time just a little bit. You Let's get to sleep. Everyone else gets to sleep. Despite long rest. But now passed out werewolves. Long rest because Jolly's running really low on spells yeah, at this yeah. point. You hear, that so you hear that sound that sounds like a weed eater just about out of gas? That's Dolly. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't cut like two or three blades at once. It's like, I'm sorry. Dolly is closed. Come back tomorrow. We're sorry. Your parrot is in another castle. <laughs> this parrot is, <laughs> is out of order. Please try another. <laughs> Night. Rot is lucky. Rot travels with smart people. Rot would have just set boat on fire. When you get back to, or when you get back to town, it only takes you about a day to get back, thanks to uh, Anchor's almost continuous motorboating. But I'm tish. Okay. Anchor learned that from Ander. And when you get back, he does, he does kind of tap a couple of you on the shoulder and just point at the ship of like, okay, I need me uh, thunk. Yeah. No, Anchor is busy right now. He gets a break. While Zeb and Atlas kind of realize, hmm, and they kind of drag him or pick, uh, pick up both or one arm each and then drag him over to a corner where he can recharge without incident. As they help the rest of you, Usher, Shoe, Coax, Coerce, the rest of the... Uh, I should probably get him off this map. Coerce the rest of the Lycanthropes off and into the Briding Maiden, who Galen and Nora look at you with just wide eyes of like, 
we don't have room for this. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> we need to take them they to Angela. No, no, no. We need to get them to Angela right away so she can heal the ones that want healed. Oh, Jolly can heal. Though, as Zora manages to get them under control fairly quickly. Sometimes a little swat on the snoot. Mm. Yeah, the ones who want to stay like Canthropes, we need to introduce to the bouncers. And the ones who don't want to stay like Canthropes, we need to take to Angela. When they start to get a little bit more rambunctious of what Nora can handle, this bouncer stands up, slams his hand on, on the table, and he howls. And all of them just immediately stop and then sit down. Nice. He snaps his fingers and points, and they all just kind of line up in front of him. And he looks over at all of you and just says, I, I think that'll take care of that for now. But um, if you have a, a, a trainer job uh, uh, on hand, yeah. you're going to be are, busy. You are now a drill sergeant. Yes. <laughs> his eyes get kind of wide and he, he starts no uh, no 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 that's not, that's not I did not sign You're up doing for just fine. Keep going. Take him over to the storehouse. Put him through their paces. Oh, Chinese. His his nickname is from now on Gunny. Yeah. Gunny. <laughs> what is your major malfunction like a trope? He sighs and then he just whistles and points outside and he watches all of them file out single file. I think he's got a natural talent. Yeah, I think so too. Or he's an alpha. <laughs> and that too. Well, yes, Carrie, I and know you were, you were just seething to make that joke. Yes, yes. And now we have a private guard force for the Briny Maiden and for Ada. Yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. Ron, mm, asks, well. Ron asks for Nora. Nora! Nora! Nora. Uh, yes, Ron. Nora. Here. Over here. Uh, Rot takes out a random handful of gold coins or whatever other coins he's got and just shoves them into her hand. Here. Feed them. Uh, it... <sighs> you know, the, the rumors and the stories of your race do you a discredit. You're telling and rumors about Rot. And, and she plants a kiss on your, on your cheek. Uh, 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 thank you. Um, who tells rumors about Rot? Uh, you haven't read the human stories? Rot can't read. Duh. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Here, Rot not care. You take shinies. Make sure they get foods and also rot. Bye. And he goes back and sits down next to Jim. Don't worry. We'll make sure that they're well fed. Yeah. Ron's stool is just a cut piece of log. Jin sits on an actual stool. <laughs> Ron learned this the, Ron are... the hard way. You do hear what sounds like the sound of a puppy yipping or whining a little bit. And then you see the other bouncer just kind of sigh, nod his head. Nikki shifts into his uh, hybrid form and goes racing out and following the others. Huh. 
whole fucking gang now. Mm-hmm. All right. As this one just shakes his head, and you notice that he's wearing a gold medallion on a chain around his neck. Sweet. This bar has a lycanthrope Mr. T. <laughs> Everything going to ask about the gold medallion. That's new. Would you, when did you pick that one up? Oh, um, your friend Navika brought it to us. Oh? And he what does takes it, mean? it off and he hands it to you. Mm-hmm. It has this... I, I haven't actually gone through and done this, but there it is the symbol of Saltmarsh, the city, from the council. Does this mean you guys are okay to stay in hybrid form? I think that's what this paper means. And he hands you a rolled up scroll that still has the wax seal on it. You know, we'll slice it open and read. Funny enough, when you go to slice it open, the wax seal pops open and the scroll unfurls before your eyes. Hmm. Significant... She has a security clearance. <laughs> and on yes. the scroll, it says, whoever so reads this scroll, know that this individual has proven themselves loyal to the city of Saltmarsh and to the council, and for the good and protection of its citizens, has enlisted themselves within the Lycanthrope Registry. Registry, eh? It's, it must yep. be how she got him to agree to let everybody loose. Yeah, don't register for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Smells the scroll rock, rewraps rock. itself up and seals it. Yes, plead the fifth. Yep. <laughs> this sounds like X-Men conflict. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, are you at you home know? in front of your computer, by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously, because you've been rolling and typing. Derp! Yeah, fucking stupid. Come on. Kina's going to ask um, Galen and... Kina's going to write a note and ask it to be delivered to Captain Sobel, asking Captain Sobel to come to the Briny Maiden at once. I'm assuming Ada is still with us, and we've got her like laying down and eating upstairs. Oh, she's up and walking about at this point because okay. it's the following morning that you finally arrive. Okay. So she is up. She does eat something briskly, but she does ex uh, recuse herself. And she says she will make sure that the captain comes forthwith. No, Ada, you cannot leave until yeah. we have your protection sorted. This, this is what I wanted to interject, Carrie. Um, until we have that sorted, like, like Sarah just said. She is not go. Ada is not going anywhere without Ront. I should probably yeah. put a token on the map then. Yeah. Yeah, we we are bodyguarding her until we have something set up so she doesn't just get immediately. Yeah, they did it once. Th they'll do it again. Except yeah. this time, they might just kill her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is. I think everyone else would agree with me. She's not going anywhere without us. Mm -mm. If I, mean, I have to, if point... I have to manacle myself to her, I will. At this point, Jolly has had a long rest and is almost certainly a bird again. And if I have to perch on her shoulder to stick with her, I will. Ander is going to come over to the bar. Actually, and... I can I can yeah, maintain on. humanoid form on, for 11 hours, so I'm not a bird again. I'm still ahead, a Josh. person. Ander is going to wander over to the bar and pull up a stool and say, Galen, do you have any roast pig by chance? I have a craving. Uh, well, yes, we just happened to get some this morning. In fact, one of them should be close to being done being roasted. 
Excellent. I'll take some when uh, when you have some prepared. Then All right. Andrew, Andrew's then going to come over to Jolly. Uh, Jolly, I'm feeling a little strange. Um, can you tell if maybe I have a fever or something? Medicine check and stuff on Andrew. Medicine and nature, I'm assuming, yes? Yep. Rot mm -hmm. just sit bird blurts out. It's probably gonorrhea. Twenty-one <laughs> okay. yeah, no, and I use, I use <laughs> He's like, no, no, gonorrhea feels totally different than this. Twenty-one and sixteen. Good job, guys. <laughs> Uh, which one was nature, or which one was which? Uh, medicine is 21, nature is 26. I forgot I needed to adjust a few of these tokens, so don't mind me. Alright, there we go. The medicine check, Ander has a bite mark. Yeah. And it's starting to look a little red and angry. You should have told me about this. Is it soon enough that I can greater restoration him? With a nature check, yes. I can still fix it if you would like. Join the club. You need to tell me when you get bit. Uh, yeah, sorry. I didn't even... I guess so much was happening, and I was yep. getting beat up quite a bit. But I will not have these for the rest of my life. All right. And that's my first fifth-level spell slot of the day gone. Good thing I rested. Rot puts down the machete he was picking up and looks sad. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jolly. I appreciate it. Yeah, cut the limb off before he gets infected further. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the only way. The only way. Here we go. <laughs> you cast Greater Restoration and the wound heals up. Tag your coach hand. Yeah. Have we run the kids that wanted to be healed over to Angela's yet? No, the drill sergeant took them over to the warehouse. Or to one of the when warehouse storages. Angela, we should also mention uh, um, putting her sister in check. Oh, yeah. Yes. Alright. Um, as soon as Captain Sobel... Uh, ah! Captain Sobel! Speak of the devil. He walks in. Where? Ada turns around oh. and snaps her fingers. <laughs> where's oh, Where's Ada at? She's at the bar next to Jin. Okay. Tech magic. Rot panics when she says speak of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it just Rot spins around. Where? It's just like, he just peeks out. He's like, Thanks, that was fun. And then just goes back in the portal and he closes. <laughs> magic, everyone has been enchanted so far who's important in the city. Is his brain yellow? His brain has a yellow glow around it. It's faint, but there is a glow. Uh, well, fourth level, dispel worked last time on a faint glow, so fourth level dispel on Captain Sobel. Do I need to roll? You do not need to roll. 
fun. It, the captain, as soon as you do this, he takes a few steps in and he goes to take a step towards Ada. And then you watch as he like twitches and falls face first on the ground. Oh. And he goes over and picks him up. He's he, out cold. Oh. He's clean now, but he was not when he came in. All right. Uh, Ron, move the heavy captain for me. Fling him out on the table till he wakes up. Usually, um, Rot does this when Rot walks out of tavern, not in. <laughs> the the only the only thing I can say is maybe we should have like let him say what he was going to say to see what his you know end goal was. But I think he's probably just here to arrest Ada, so he, he would be a dick to Ada or to the lycanthropes again. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really care what he was going to say. Yeah. Like, I mean, they all say the same thing. They all lie or try to get in Kina's pants or try to kidnap somebody. I mean, they're really predictable. Ronth's going to pick up Captain Sobel off the floor. And as he does it, it, does Captain Sobel have any like weapons on him that are obvious? He has a short sword and his manacles. Okay, Ronth's going to take them from him while he's unconscious. You notice that the manacles are much shinier and much more fancy than they used to be. Okay, well, Ron Extra takes them. <laughs> and then he uh, he puts Captain Sobel on top of this table right here. I mean, he probably uh, isn't going to be... patrons look around like, what is going on? And Nora just hand waves put him, at them. Put him, put him over here where he's not in the middle of the room. And we can hide him if we need to. Okay, Ron grabs Captain Sobel's ankle and pulls him bump, him off, bump the off the table and just drags him slowly squeaking on the floor across the briny maiden over here and puts him on this table. I still, I still have detect magic up. Are the new manacles magical? Yes. They you have a yellow glow around them. You should probably... But, uh, uh, Jin or Ander, you should probably examine these without touching them. Okay. For, for now, Runt, just keep these yeah. where Captain not have them. I can ritually identify. Okay. Well, you know, oh, uh, no, Jin, you come, come Jin. Runt, trust you. Here. Yeah. Take, take the, take yeah. these shiny thingies. Fight, figure out what they do. They could be cursed with, you know, something. Irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> oh, well, that, that would not be good. You go find that out. Yeah, so put it on the table. Who okay, created right, right. manacles of pooping? All right, who was it? Who yeah, was whoever, it? <laughs> whoever it is, our, our party's new quest is to destroy them before they do anything else to the earth. Yeah. <laughs> you are clearly insane and must die. <laughs> Also, Rot stops for a minute and looks at Captain Sobel and says, Uh, Jolly? Yes? Bird? Yes? Um, something not... Something not smell right about Captain Sobel. Rot not sure what. Like, magic weird. Not sure if worked or not. Somebody want to check my work? He looks clean to me. <laughs> check but your I work. 
I could. <laughs> That's the first time. Reference these. <laughs> Can you check my equations? Yeah, oh wait, wait, no, wait for it, wait for it, okay, Carrie. She's asking someone to run spell check. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. oh god. Oh. Tim, inspiration for that one. Uh, Rock dies in a ex spontaneous explosion. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere else in the Forgotten Realms, Alaric is like, "Oh shit!" So, yeah. Some, someone just clapped back on me. Slow clap. Yeah. Was that Ron? That retard? Wow. A, a drum and two cymbals fall down the stairs. Yeah. All right, Jim. You cast. After about five ten minutes of Ron standing there over Captain Sobel and slapping him a couple of times, you get to identify off on the manacles. Is anybody else doing a detect magic on Captain Sobel? Whoever uh, is detect magicing on Captain Sobel should detect magic on me too. Can we do so? But wait ten minutes. Sure, you both can do your rituals then. So, two rituals fire at the same time, or two rituals walk into a bar. But <laughs> These manacles are enchanted with evocation and enchantment magic. They are enchanted so that they will grow to fit around the wrist of any creature that they are tossed at. In okay. addition, any efforts to break them without being unsealed either by the original owner or with the appropriate key causes increasingly more harmful pain to the wearer's brain. Whoopsie. In layman's terms, they cause psychic damage. Okay, we gotta fix this wow. before his brain melts. Maybe put them back mm. on. Looks like they uh, decided they finally wanted some uh, manacles big enough to put on Ront. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Hey, coincidentally, oh. psychic damage is the one thing I can't tank. Yep. Now I'm really glad I took those from him. Because, yeah, your brain's not that uh, resilient because it's, yeah. you know. Just yeah. And barbarians, you. when we when they get the rage-resistant damage, uh, psychic is excluded. That's their weak spot. Does he have a key on him? Does he have he what looks... Oh, he absolutely okay. has a key that is made of the same metal. Okay, Runt takes that and hands it to Jin. Intellectual fortress because of Runt's issue. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Jin. Um, that yeah. probably that probably not safe. You do smart things with it. Okay, put it on the table again. <laughs> so, let let him deal with it. They they're not actually on him, are they? Jin just no. has them. No, no, okay. no. He just had them strapped on his side, basically in a holster with a pair of regular manacles. Well, now they're in Jin's. Now they're in Jin's possession, and Jin has the key. Cool. Was he coming to arrest Rond? Or yeah, all of them? Because I summoned him. But uh, they decided they wanted Ada something to... around like, what are you doing to Captain Sobel? Why are you taking his manacles? These have some sort of enchantment on them. And he was also under an enchantment like you were when you went to the fake bar. Well, uh... I would expect them to have an enchantment. We ordered them. You did? Well, yeah, after the incident with Ront, no offense, Ront, but after that incident, it alerted us to the fact that we need to get some better manacles for 
anyone of your caliber who might be causing trouble. Well, well there's your first problem. Ron's not a gun. Duh. Ron is an orc. We just want to keep anything that could have inf affected the enchantment on him. Uh, clear of so him Wesson's, until he fully recovers. Yeah, and before that gets lost in the shuffle, Wesson's detect magic. You don't sense any magic on Captain Sobel at all. Alright. Tina's gonna cast... Well, well, on Jolly, does he detect any magic on Jolly? No. Because she asked. Minus what's already been there, of course. Yeah. But the glow has not increased. Hmm. I think I think removing the spell just knocked him out. Well, gonna have to wait for him to wake up then. Something odd from him, though. Well, we don't know. We'll see. Hopefully I'm only I'm only conveying what Ron's psyche was told. Yeah. Well, I break out some smelling salts and put them on his face. He wakes up. He, he, it snaps him awake, and he sits up on the table like, "Oh, okay." My head is kind of hurting. <gasps> oh my god, the the councilwoman's missing. We got it. Is is he's, as he's beginning to leap up off the table, he realizes where he's at. Off, he bounces he's, off Ron. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like he goes to jump up off the table, and it's a kind of a thud slash oof. <laughs> Rod, of course, does not move. Right. He's like, I, oh, Rod, thank goodness you're here. You got to help me. We need to figure out what happened with Ada. She's been missing. You mean Miss Ada, Captain Sobel? She looks over and just kind of waves at him like, um, numb nuts, I'm right here. He's like, wait, Duh. did you find her already? God, yes. I knew you guys were good. We're here for our reward. Oh, we oh, believe me, there will be plenty of reward for this. Ron looks like flabbergasted. He couldn't believe that actually worked. He was trying <laughs> to be like he was trying to be like Ander. <laughs> this is what Ander would say. Ada, you you stay here. Uh, Tina's gonna shoo the bargirl bargirl away and tell everybody to sit in the seats. And Ron backs off. He's not going to stop Captain Sobel from getting up now. I just... He still doesn't have his sword, though. Ron has it. He hasn't well, given it back yet. Keena, Keena tells uh, Captain Sobel to come over here because we need to have a little bit of a private conversation. Oh, uh, of course. But I... Oh, you've got to tell me how you... How you got... Hold on. Hold on. Set. Do you not understand? Nora, Go over there. His eyes kind of narrow when you say that. I'm like, excuse me, but I am the captain of the guard. Yeah. Just, Captain Sobel, just sit for a second. Let me get you a drink. We've got some stuff to go over. You can be captain of concussions if you not listen to Kino. Runt, back off. No, me, me helping you. That's how Runt help. He Robbie doesn't quiet. need another concussion. His head already hurts enough, doesn't it, Captain Sobel? He nods in agreement. Okay. All right, Ada, come over here in the corner, Ron, please, so Ron's that you can get out right. of the general area. Right. She hops down and she walks over and sits over there. There. Looks <laughs> up the stairwell a little bit. Please. All right, Captain Sobel. Ada was kidnapped. We found her on a boat with a bunch of young kidnapped teenagers 
who had been forced transitioned to lycanthrope. And guess who she was arguing with right before she was charmed into having a drink with a man in a bandana in a burned out building. The last I, or the last we knew of her location, she was in the council chambers with all the council members. Mm-hmm. Are you saying one of the council She's members arguing with Eliana for this? We have significant so, concerns that Eliander has been We think charmed all of the council members controlled. not just one. But Eliander seems to be Eliander and Copperlox, is that right, Ada? Seem to be the most affected right now. Well, how she many nods people? her head she, she nods her head and says, Mm-hmm. Eliander and Copperlox are the ones who wanted to just incarcerate all of the lycanthropes. Such as your bouncer friends over there. And Captain Sobel nods and said, mm-hmm. Whereas Galen and um, I can't remember what his name is. I gotta look it up. Where is it? Where is it? Okay, I really need to get rid of some of these maps. You can just give them to Whereas us. Whereas Anders and uh, Galen Primewater were against the idea, as was your friend Navica, of course. They we were have saying that they shouldn't they shouldn't lock everyone up just because of you know the deeds of the few. Right. We have significant concerns for Ada's safety if we return her to the council. He looks, he looks a bit dismayed when you say that, as does Ada. They charmed her once, drugged her, and put her on a ship to an island where they train and torture young people as werewolves. What will they do this time? They both look at each other with, with a rather grave expression. So what do you suggest? Ada's going to need some bodyguards and we're going to need to subject Eliander and Copperlocks to some sort of detect magic clearing spell, whether they like it or not, or by, by, by sneaking it past them to confirm. But I have very significant concerns that if she goes back, um, she'll come missing again. When Captain Sobel asks what, what we suggest, Ron quietly raises his hand. And waits. Ron, what's your suggestion? Other than a private bodyguard of you. Galen walks over and he he kind of pulls on Ron's arm and gently tugs it like, and he just kind of whispers in Ron's ear, please put it down, please put it down, please put it down. You have not bathed, please put it down. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Ron, Ron says, um, Ron, very stupid, but Ron's suggestion is find out who is controlling the magic and break their face. Seconded. 
Well, I would suggest for... I love how there was a moment of silence. Like, people were like, he's not wrong. What do we say? (laughs) 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 Rot volunteers to do it. I mean, Salix can do it, too. See? Pin drop. No one has a better idea than Rod. (laughs) I mean, I think we should all get a turn, really. Yes, sharing is important. Good. See? Salix is good person. Knows about sharing. (laughs) Ander? I thought her maybe name. lost Josh. Well, we're in the Briny Maiden, so Ander is probably upstairs banging someone. Mm-hmm. Here comes the next Captain Sobel. Oh. Okay, well, I can be. If he wants to bang Captain Sobel, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we don't judge. <laughs> no, it's done worse. <laughs> when do you say this, Captain Sobel looks a little dismayed. Or a little, or he has a grave expression on his face, and he looks a little dismayed. But he raises his uh, his uh, head back up, and he looks. And he goes, "I, I'm inclined to agree. There are, there are forces that we don't know, uh, pulling the strings and doing things that I'm. They're beyond me. Councilwoman, do you have any objection to what they're suggesting?" And Ada takes another sip of her tea and goes, Nope, sounds like a perfect plan to me. We get everyone in the council together in one room. Have these folks take a look and do what they did to both me and you. Dolly, do you think we can handle it? Or do we need to drag them in front of uh, Angela? Well, uh, so, uh, Miss Ada, Captain Sobel. I was, I have been the one removing the enchantments. Uh, depending upon the strength of the enchantment. Some enchantments are very simple to remove. Uh, and some are more dangerous. Uh, you may remember once before someone attempted to enchant members of the council. And uh, removing the spell caused me to go blind temporarily. I can't use most of my powers when blind. So, if we assume that both Eleander and Copperlocks are affected, we also need to take into consideration the possibility that I can only fix one of them. And that there will be some backlash against me when it happens. So maybe instead of getting them all into the same room, split them up and it, it may get right if we since since it seems pretty certain that it is Eleander and Copperlocks both who are acting oddly, it might be better to handle them one at a time or to be ready to arrest one of them until I can recover uh, and make a second attempt at removing the enchantments. Well, I think we can also have Angela help with one and you handle the other. I don't think she can leave her temple yet. We have we more can take them to her. There's nothing keeping us from doing that. 
Rot moves heavy bound things well. You said Rot's name. Sorry. You you need Rot to move a thing? Maybe. Oh boy. Yeah, Angela <laughs> Angela of course can uh as long as she is recovered. But the last attack on the town took a huge toll on her. Yeah. So I would not be willing to make any uh, under normal circumstances, I feel like Angela could do both of them without suffering the sort of penalties I have been suffering. But these are not normal circumstances. So what? No. <laughs> yeah, I think we have lots of this to go around. Yeah, Ron think it would be smart to just bring them here to Briny Maiden. Because Ander did magic thingy to protect it. So this is already, like, kind of base. You know, but... Well, I worry, Rant, that they we can try that. But I worry that depending on the strength of the enchantment on them, they may not be willing to come here. If they're not willing to come here, Rant dump them on head until they do. <laughs> I'm on head, drag them back to cave. I mean, th Rando this is raises that's... her hand. It goes. I uh, while I know you you intend well, Ront, that is not advisable. What they, they 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 born with soft head? They're war no, chiefs. Others would get upset if you went around bopping them on the head. Oh, mm -hmm. that that happens said. all the time. That happens all the time. That why we do it sneaky. King to help. I yeah. would not advise it, Ron. I I know oh. you mean well, but like I said, that is a very bad idea. Okay. Ron made promise that he would listen to people that was smarter than Ron, which is pretty much everyone. So, Ron's going to sit here with this bowl of water he ordered because uh, they said Ron smell, and you tell <laughs> Ron when you need him to break something. And then Ron, continue, Ron pours the bowl of water over himself. And rubs himself with one of the nice silk napkins. You're not supposed to shower. You hear a gasp from Nora. And then all of a sudden, Runt is dried off. Or there's a gust of wind around Runt. He is dried off. And now he smells like lavender and lilacs. Okay. Oh. Clean and dry. Clean and, and dry. He's and probably going to think over, that the water snap, did it. Or yeah, run, run. the <laughs> napkin out of his hand. And... and <laughs> She reaches up, just kind of like smacks him on the back of the head. Don't you dare do that to my nice napkins. Rot gets down on Rot gets down on one knee in front of Nora. Said, "Nora, you are bravest human Rot has ever met. You backhand Rot and get away with it." And she pouts her lips, at, or she pouts at you, or and sticks her lips out a little bit at you and goes. How do you think I managed to keep him in line all these years? And she points at Galen. Probably yes, with probably with Ruler. <laughs> she starts laughing at that. Or she, yeah, she starts chuckling at that a little bit. Close enough. Okay. Well, you have magic water that makes Rot smell good. So, that good. So, if we think An so, if we think Angela can fix them no problem, but she's... I mean, it's been a few days since the attack. 
with all the sailing and going back and forth and visiting the Swamp Witch and yada yada yada, we should see if maybe she's feeling well enough to, uh... We did also need to take the uh, kids who don't want to be like canthropes to her because Jolly is not exhausting all of her highest level spells, unlike canthroping people at the moment. Yeah, I think we should, when we take the kids over, we should talk to her and be like, hey, here's a sitch. Uh, Do you think you can remove these uh, enchantments? I mean, the worst she could say is no, and then our fallback plan is doing it ourselves. Right. I think we have to do it ourselves. We should separate them, get the enchantment off, let Jolly recover, then grab the other one and rinse repeat. Yeah. So let's let's try it. Let's see if A works. And if it doesn't, we'll do B. Also, I'd like to... I, I Ron can't say this, but I would like to visit there because... I'm worried about the, you know, starving vampire and other people there that were suffering. He might need mm-hmm. some more blood. Because Ront grudgingly likes that vampire now and is willing to give him some more blood. Yes. Bleed. Bleed for me. Oh, wait. Okay. Mm. Calm down, Ginger. Just because you don't bleed. I do too, bleed. Oh, you don't. You ooze like a ketchup packet. Now, we try, let's try plan A first. Let's see if yeah. Angela will help us. Or if she even can. Okay. We'll, just, we'll just go there and ask her, and we'll take Ada and Captain Sobel with us in our presence. On the whelplings. Yeah. yeah. I'm yes, not it... copying and pasting that many tokens. Not happening. Okay, <laughs> well, then then we're just going to assume not that all... they're there. Not all yeah. 17 of them, but the ones that don't want to be werewolves. Yeah. Not, I mean, 16. Yeah, we will. 16. We will theater of the mind that they are there. Yes. Okay. Don't ask Grant to play theater of the mind. Because you, you will get an NC-17 movie that's just 10 hours of gore. Played by the Muppets. So when yeah. you get back, or when you head towards the church with a about three quarters of the lycanthropes in tow. Maiko has elected not to go. He asked if he could stay at the Briny Maiden instead. Okay. That's fine with me. When you get there, the church doors are open, but they are on their hinges. And when Ron steps in, he feels a sense of calm wash over him. Oh, he hates that, but he tolerates it. Ah, Tina walks in. Excellent. Things are back to the calm. Wash over you. Tina walks forward and says, "Good morning, Angela. I see things are coming back to normal here." I have no, nothing on this map but blackness. No token. No nothing. There is a token. No, she's right here. No, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna refresh. Oh, nope. Hang on. Don't refresh. Somehow your token got vision turned off. Not sure how that happened. Oh, because I remember now. Because the spell spells stupid. She I... goes blind when you do it. Because <laughs> you turn my vision off when I go blind. Yeah. Yes. You're that much of an asshole. You're like, not only does your character go blind, I'm going to turn your monitor off. <laughs> there, there, Dick. Valid. Have fun playing now. <laughs> Gotten very realistic. Yeah. All right, there you go. You should have vision now. 
I do. Thank you. Jen cast shock and yeah. grasp on Ron. As it turns out he hit a taser in my chair. As every person walks in, you feel a sense of calm and welcomeness wash over you. Your Except muscles me. relax. <laughs> you feel at ease. And in fact, is that vanilla? That's Ron. Somebody baking cookies? Oh! Ron, one of Ron's eyes begins being googly. Cookies and when later, Jen Ron. steps out, the feeling goes away. Ah. All right. Tina walks in and says, Angela, I see things are coming back to normal here. Indeed. I'm feeling much more myself. And when she gets up, she doesn't really walk as so much as glide over to the edge of the pool. Yep. You look so well. I'm so glad. Thank you. I feel my strength returning. Excellent. We came to ask your advice. Lord Kellen, how are you? Kena nods in his direction. He stands up and he he looks better. He doesn't look hurt. But he he looks at you and he, he takes a bow. I am much better, thank you. Excellent. Hi. Hi, um, Fangs. Oh, Ron. Hello. Sorry, I forgot his or I forgot to use his voice. Yeah, Ron's like imposter steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I, the hell? I mean, this is the first time I've met him that he's not like cowering in the fetal position almost dead. So Yeah, that's, that's true for Salix. This is a massive yeah. improvement. Yeah, he's like, wow, this guy looks way better. Usually he's like, ah, help me. <laughs> just crumpled on the floor dying. This is a really big improvement. Wow, he's standing up. Man, good job. Yeah. <laughs> clap, clap. Oh, here, Ront brought you something. Oh, what would that be, my dear boy? Yeah, just let me get this out of my system because I can see this is a really big. This is a really big cavernous room, right? Yes, it is. Ront takes out a bottle of ale, drinks all of it, emits oh. an incredibly loud, sonorous belch, which I'm sure echoes a great deal in the holy sanctity of the church. It does, and you hear a lot of snickering from the a uh, few of the boy like it ropes who followed you. And then he and then he cuts his own arm and allows himself to slowly bleed into the bottle. <laughs> Lord Kellen starts clapping excitedly and licking his lips. I will deduct, say, four hit points from myself. Eh, that's about a liter of blood. Or a pint of blood. Leader Jesus. <laughs> Rot falls well, over, dreams. In that case, <laughs> Rot is a mutant and something is wrong. <laughs> That's about a gallon of blood. All right, cool. Uh... Yes, Rot is now the pale orc <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to go kill some dwarven kings. Um, then Rot, after, then, you know, Rot enjoys his belch, hands over the bottle of blood to him and says, Here, you need that. Rot, go over here now. He takes the bottle. Before you can walk away, he takes oh. the bottle, he places it down on the ground, and then he places his hands on both sides of your face, and he kisses you. Aww. Rot just sort of stands there. He almost thought he was getting bit, so he was getting ready to, like, stab him with something. You know, like, <laughs> break the like break the nearest wooden pew and shank him with it. But and when he, he, does, when he doesn't bite him, it's fine. 
Yeah, when he finishes the kiss, he lets you go, reaches down, picks up the gla- or the bottle, and you see him wave his hand, and a glass, a, a crystal goblet, appears in midair, and he starts pouring some into the goblet and drinks from it. He's so fancy. But of course. You, you know you could just drink right from bottle, but okay. I'd rather savor the flavor, my dear boy. <laughs> Wow, so this is the extra vampire, I see. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes this, he is. This, this campaign is inclusive of different, you know, LGBT plus NPCs. And uh, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> but he's only done things to help Ront, so the least Ront can do is give him some blood because he literally can't eat anything else. So so he's more of a campire than a vampire. God. Yes, he's a glampire. Glampire, yeah, yes. Glampire. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, he can still shatter cinder blocks and fly. So, you know, he gets his way. Yeah. And then Rot, Rot comes back and looks at Kina and says, Kina. Yes, Rot. Rot is sorry about that, but Rot really wanted to burp in here. Angela's looking, or is talking to Kina a little bit, but then she yeah. stops and then she looks over at Wesson and Jin. You know, I can help you with that if you want. With what? Oh, we're just fine, I believe. Yeah. I'm picturing Cody and Wesson sitting, or Cody and Jordan sitting there being like, what, bitch? We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I see. Uh, and what of your other friends that you brought here? They're it's quite the... Um, Rambunctious bunch, as a couple of the boy lycanthropes are currently climbing the, uh, one of the pillars in the back. Oh. <laughs> they need your help desperately. They were forced transformed, and we rescued them from one of um, his ships under the auspices of one of her orbs, the mistress or the right hand. Left we need them thing. transferred back. If you can help, if you can help them. Oh, why yes, I can be of assistance or assistance with this. Please give me just one moment. She closes her eyes. Actually, I need to change the music for this because this is the wrong fucking music. Wait a minute, I don't have. Oh, god damn it. Well, fine. We'll just leave this music, but. It, she closes her eyes, and all you can hear is a slight humming from the organ as it's playing, you know, softly, a very soft, calming tune. The water around her starts to swirl a little bit, and she holds up one hand in the air, and then everything goes completely dead silent except for a finger snap from her. And you watch as all of the lycanthropes that were in there instantly revert back to human. Mass greater restoration? So three-fourths of them wanted to be turned back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And those are the ones that came with you. Mm-hmm. Right. The ones who didn't stayed behind, of course. All right, cool. So like about a dozen of them? No, probably like five or six, I think. Five of them. Six if you include Maiko. Um, no, I, I meant a dozen of them came, not just Oh, yes, stayed. a dozen yeah. of them came and... Literally, with a snap, they all just poof, they're human. So much easier than when I do it. 
Yes. I vaguely you, wonder you if will, that's a... You will be able to do that someday, too. You think? <laughs> Mm. Thank you, Angela. Now comes the time for advice. We have reason to suspect that Eleander and uh, Miss Copperlocks are under some sort of significant enchantment. It caused them to have uh, Ada kidnapped and attempted to sent off to uh, an island. We think that Jolly can handle perhaps one of them removing the enchantment, but we're uncertain how to go about clearing the enchantment from both of them without causing more damage. She what looks you at you suggest? and she, uh, you see one of her eyebrows raise ever so slightly. And she says to you, oh, it seems that you were gone then. Perhaps you haven't heard the latest news? No, we haven't. Eleander Fireborn and Manistrad Copperlocks' bodies were found on the shore earlier yesterday, or late yesterday. Oh my I'm god. I'm afraid they're dead. Oh. Really? And she solemnly nods her head yes, and Ada just kind of slumps down onto her knees, and Captain Sobel hangs his head. Do we know a cause of death? They were strangulated. Is there somebody suspected? Your friend Navika has been investigating, but she has not found anything as of yet. But I'm glad to see that you, Councilwoman, are, are safe. There was some talk and worry that you were also part of the deceased. Like, yeah, she was taken, but we recovered her. Well, Ada, looks like you're the last man standing on the council, then. No, there is still Galen Primewater and uh, Anders. Ah, yes. Yeah, we need to check them to see if they've been affected. We've We've checked Galen once. Right. But, right. I mean, I he might have... Again. Yeah. Right, we don't know how they're getting... We don't charmed, know how so... they're getting... We do not know how they're getting charmed. That's the problem. They keep getting recharmed. Yep. No right. matter how many times I dispel them and go blind, they get recharmed because we don't know how it's happening. Oh. Uh, so the lady. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. I'll ask after you do. I was going to say, uh, let's ask, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask Angela. I'm going to say, if we brought someone that was under this sort of charm to you, do you think you could be able to determine how and perhaps even who did this to them and maybe dispel it? I'm asking because I'm not a magic guy, so I'm just like, hey, is this possible? I don't know. You know what I mean? Sympathizes. <laughs> yeah. Us marshals gotta ask shit like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, brick hard cheese and the, you know. Marshall's got a marshal. <laughs> yep. Do you have bricks that need shattered? We do that. After so, she answers his question, then I will ask mine. Yeah. 
she what thinks she think? for a moment. And she looks at you with a little bit of dismay, like, unfortunately, no. Depending on, well, it depends somewhat on what magics exactly it was, but some very powerful magics, it simply isn't something that can be comprehended. Okay, well, I'm, I, you know, had to ask. I guess my follow-up question, and then I'll let Ron go, is... Uh, is there any way to shield someone to prevent them from being recharmed? Short of an anti-magic sphere or bubble, no. What about okay. an anti-magic amulet? Like somehow infusing, in, in, infusing protection from good and evil in into an amulet or something they could wear. That would help if it was something that was caused by an infernal being or some form of fey or undead. But not from anybody who is living. Uh, Rant have question. Lady um, of Temple, Angela, yes, Water, um, wear bodies. You say council people get killed. Wear bodies. Well, I would imagine that Captain Sobel would be able to tell you that. I could reincarnate them. We could ask them who killed them. Yeah, wear, wear bodies, Captain Sobel. Reincarnation of she just has that. Well, after a or Captain Sobel looks at you like, they were, they're at the garrison. They were getting prepared or we were doing an investigation, but we were going to be giving them over to the mortuary service. Hmm. We can, can't help with that other than killing whoever strangled them, but um, Ron's magic friends might be able to do lots. Oh, and here, Ron hands him his sword back. He looks at you, and then he looks down like, wait a minute, where are my manacles? Oh, we left those at the Barney Maiden. Sorry. Not, right. not, not have those, but Ront had your sword. Here you go. Here. Sorry. He, he takes it, and he gives you a little bit of a side eye, like, I guess I can let this slide. Do you really? It's forward on the floor, and we didn't want you to hurt yourself. That's horrible. Keenan gives him, <laughs> Keenan gives him a, like a fake smile. What was that? <laughs> oh, it's a Josh. That's what's going on. Okay. Like nothing but white I... noise. Yeah, you, Travis, player to player, you can cast reincarnate, can't you? Yeah, as long as it's been less than 10 days. I mean, I can only, well, I could use my 6th level spell slot. I was going to say, I can only cast it once today, but I could use my 6th level spell slot and cast it twice. Um, but, yeah, I can cast yeah, Reincarnate. You... It's a 5th level. I mean, she, she, I have on her list all the time the big healing ones. Yeah. You know? Now, we, so, we're going to, we need money to do it, but I bet we could get the council to pay she, for it. She has a, she has a uh, stash of things that she has been 
keeping for herself from treasures like objects that are studded with diamonds that have value uh, specifically to do these spells. So she has the stuff to do it. Uh, let me check her character sheet. She has the stuff to do it at least once, maybe twice. Yeah. And the other requirement is we need the body. I need the body. It needs to have been dead for less than 10 days. There are some spells that cannot have been cast on it, I think. There are some spells that block reincarnation. It's, yeah. it's reincarnation, not resurrection, right? right? Right. They'll come back as something else. They have it. They have it. They have a chance of rolling the species that they already the race they already were, but they'll come back they'll come back as one of the player character races. If if Jolly casts this spell on Copperlocks, there is no guarantee that she will come back as a dwarf. She will just not be dead anymore. Is there a way just to do it for like twenty minutes or something like that? Like I'm dumb question. That's more necromancer than druid. That's not something Jolly can. Wesson might have that spell, but Jolly does not. <clears throat> I think I think the only yeah. one in the party who might be able to do that is Wesson. And You're I... thinking of the spell Speak with Dead. That would let you yes. talk to the dead per, or someone who has been recently deceased without resurrecting or reincarnating or whatnot. Yes. You can't do that, can you, Wesson? Uh, I was uh, distracted. Apologies. Do you Speak have with Dead is a bard cleric spell. So Ander. the only person who could do it is potentially Ander. Ander. Hey, I'm going to take a bio break. I'll be right back. I can speak with dead, they just don't speak back. So, oh. Zing. <laughs> I can ask him, they just don't answer. He can also well, speak with the about to be dead. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ron, Ron can speak with dead, Ron can yell at that vampire over there, but that's not the same. Yeah, I'm going to take a real quick bio break. Be right back. Yeah. We could, so, if if we're able to reincarnate them, we are going to. Yeah. We 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 could get some really useful information. I'm absolutely willing to invest in that. Did they mention I'm willing, I'm willing to at least I mean they're, what, they're at the council chambers. Jolly will yeah. need a shed or a room and an hour to cast the spell each time. And it's a fifth level spell. She's only ca she's cast one of her fifth level spells today. So she has one more fifth level spell and one sixth level spell. I mean, we'll we'll all guard you. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder what they're going to come back as. I mean, <laughs> I bite them as soon as they come back. <laughs> but no, I mean, if if we have the ability, to, I mean, they can refuse. The spell allows them to refuse the to spell, come back. And and there are some spells that can be cast on bodies to prevent anything but greater restoration from bringing the soul back. Yes. But unless a particular kind of cleric or necromancer has been at them, that is unlikely. Yes. Before we I just... I just huh? Before we cast reincarnate, I mean, I'm assuming that we don't have access to raise dead. It's actually cheaper and... That's uh, a cleric spell. Nobody... I think Sorry. also hard, maybe. Just, 
does I'm assuming you don't have access to that, um, Josh. I'm willing to hey. bet he doesn't. Say that one more time. You you don't have Ray's dead, do you? I don't. I almost took it, and then I didn't. I probably okay. should, but I took. Uh, that's a fifth level, yeah. Yes, I think so. Oh, yeah, I took the our telepathic thing instead. Oh, it's been quite useful. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, I may actually switch it out when I level again because I haven't really used my other fifth level spell at all. So bards are nothing if not flexible. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a point of clarification: the bodies are not at the council chambers; they're at the garrison. Two totally different. Places. Fine. They're in a place we can get to. And at what does Sobel think when I say I can reincarnate them? He does not have any objections to that because it means that they could possibly get an answer in, and get to the bottom of who did what. He's a, he's a cop and somebody murdered two of the town council. So if we could actually ask them who did on it. On his that, watch. Yeah, on, yeah, it would be extremely beneficial for us to do that. And it is okay with it too, so. All right. But she oh, is yeah. getting rather insistent that you take her back to the council chambers because she needs to report back in and let them know that, hey, I'm still alive. Yes. Yes, that's definitely where we should go oh. next. Stop eating uh, away so, all my stuff. So I'm so, going to accelerate this a little bit because we're starting to get a little close on time here. Uh -huh. When you get to the council chambers, as soon as you, or Ada walks you right through, like the guards don't uh -huh. give you any hassle whatsoever. They see that you're with Ada and Captain Sobel and they just go, okay, have fun. You walk right into the council chambers and you see Anders, Scarin, uh Wave Chaser, and uh, Galen Primewater sitting at the tables and they look rather forlorn but as soon as ada walks in the room they they look up you see their faces light up and they jump up rush over to her and start hugging her they are elated to see that she's all right where are those we? of you that i know that you are going to cast magic as soon as you step through the council door your armor gets heavy your weapons get heavy Everything but the magic gems that you're wearing deactivates. In fact, Jin can't take more than a step in the room before this, his armor stops working, and Jolly Jolly turns back into form. a bird. Wait, a bird? I I walk no, out. Your normal form. <laughs> oh, so I say I don't change physically because that's what I was wearing. My, no, my normal. Oh, wait. Really? Uh huh. Uh -huh. What's her normal form? What happened? Wait, the, humanoid form, the humanoid form that I was wearing because it lasts the longest when I use Wild Shape to take it. But it's not what I usually revert to. I usually revert to bird. Jolly is actually trapped in her bird form using magic to get out of it, but she was not born a bird. Which so you guys might figure out right now. Her normal you is a Yonti. No, uh, jo Jolly looks half-elf mostly. I've That's shown true. you the picture. Because she's a pure blood. Yep. Yeah. Jolly Wait, looks like. Hold on. I'm still at the chapel. Is that where everyone else is? No. No. no we just. I can change maps. We're doing this as an accelerated, descriptive. Yeah, yeah change the map. So we've got reference. Yeah. I, well, so wait. I stepped away to feed the cats, but what 
when we walked when we walked into the garrison is that when when you went to the town hall because ada was insistent on reporting back in got it okay so we walked into the town hall and like shit went south no it's just the magical uh carrie can you port us all into the council chambers i know they're like inside inside but this is the first time we've seen Jolly's actual form. Yeah, well, I want to see what she She actually takes this form uh, with wild shapes sometimes. When she wants something that lasts, most of her forms are amorphous darkness. But when she wants something that's last, going to last a couple of hours, this one is what she takes. Uh, it, it lasts uh, <laughs> hours instead of minutes. It lasts 11 it? hours instead. It's in Ghost of, Mar- Ghost of Salt oh, Marsh. Okay. Oh, see, chat. So you have and seen it before. She's actually she actually wears it fairly often, but uh, she looks very startled for a moment. Right. And you're a yonti. What's a yonti? Uh, a yonti is a yeah. They're they're a magical creation where someone merged snakes and humans, but uh, they end up looking a huge variety of ways. And Jolly basically looks like a half elf. He is what's known as a pure blood, the mm-hmm. kind that the kind that were originally bred to interact with the lesser species. It's mm-hmm. a long and it's a long and complicated explanation. A lot of Wanti are really she, sick, xenophobic she, fucks. She was she was specifically bred to uh, look like a half elf so that she could infiltrate half elf society. Yeah, don't trust most of them. They're literally snakes. They're literally snakes. Yes. And Jen is gonna stay where he could still move. <laughs> that is what uh, that is what Jolly looks like. I mean, it's what she looked like when she walked in. So she takes a step in. She sort of half stumbles, and her eyes go very big. And in fact, adding a little bit more to this, Kina, Wesson, yes. and Ander, you cannot feel arcane energies. You feel severed and cut off. Uh, As- do, do I even notice anything? <laughs> you don't notice anything different. Okay. So I just walk in and I'm just like, okay. And I see everyone else just like grab their head, like jolly. Like, I'm like, is okay. The door, is the door open? The door is open. All right. Anders so is going to step right back out. Anders and you instantly running. feel your, con- yeah. or your reconnection back to a. Uh, Arcane Ethereum. An anti-magic zone. That is very clever way of dealing with this. Good yes. job. Ron's head hurts. What wrong? <laughs> They've reinforced their charms on the room, Ron, which oh. tells us that they became aware of the problem they were having earlier. Isn't that right, Anders and Galen? They both look at you and nod. Uh, I see you are very perceptive. We did indeed. And they're like, all right, we stress tested it. It works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's uh, Galen walks over and he says, well, it's caused us a bit of an inconvenience. And he holds up what used to be an animated quill. To write like a peon. (laughs) I think it's a small price to pay for the continued safety of the remaining council members. Ada, I'm so glad that you're here. Wait a minute, wasn't this guy the one that the guy killed over here? The scribe? No. 
Oh, okay. So Darren Wave Chaser was never killed. You're thinking okay. of Tim Nick. Yes, I'm thinking Tim of Tim Nick. Tim Nick was at the, uh, the garrison. Yes. And he wasn't killed. He was just forced back to where he belonged. Yeah, he went back to where he belonged. Kina, Kina walks in and takes a chair and says, all right, you should probably explain and catch us up because I feel like we're, we've got some gaping holes in what's going on and you, my friends, have a problem. Yeah, so they explain that um, Galen Primewater and uh, Anders, with, they kept arguing they were not getting anywhere with uh, Copperlocks or with Eliander. Eliander and Copperlocks left. Later that evening, their bodies washed up ashore, strangled to death, which they are now at the garrison. But because of that, with Navica's insistence and with Galen and Anders both agreeing, they came up with a new provision that they, uh, any lycanthropes would register with Navica and be issued a medallion along with a written a writ of paper stating and certifying them as you know, cleared by salt marsh. Okay. As long what as Navica do it. What happened to Eliander and and in Copperlocks? Do we know where they went? Do we know what happened? Like where did they go? It, they left to go home after the council had convened for the day. I had was they, reinforced the magical. Here. Had they reinforced the magical bounds prior to that or not? No, that was being done the following morning. I, just... I offer to attempt to reincarnate them and Which restore them to life. On that. But they, you know, they'd say that with all due respect, now that it is here we need to reevaluate some of the policies and changes that were done while Eliander and Copperlocks were still on the council and alive and bring Ada up to speed with what has happened in the three days that she's been gone. They do you say you're more than welcome to go resurrect the bodies if you want, but you're, you're welcome. You're, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yep. I. Uh... Oh. Send for one. Uh, look over, David. Send for us when you go home. No, she is not to leave. Neither are the leaving. other two of you. We're staying okay. here. All right, we have that's rooms here. We're, we're much safer. going to look at Pridewater and Anders and say, "You are both in grave danger. Should you leave this building, you understand that." Why do you think we're still here? Glad you two have some sense. Hey. Good. If you okay. do have to go anywhere, you're to call us via Captain Sobel, and we will come with you. Nope, we, we are not leave. leaving this building. Not until this mess is sorted. If we need anything, the guards will get it for us. Excellent. Excellent. Very well. Is there anything we should know as we continue to go and look for the cause of all of this? Someone bigger is pulling the strings. Have you sent word to the uh, kingdom, to the king? We have sent many a letter. None have been responded to, and none of the messengers have returned. Which means they're not getting out, or they're getting intercepted along the way. In fact, it means they're not arriving. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my, my question is, if they were the ones that are charged, or were charmed, why were they killed? 
if they were, you know, um, well, my, I mean, we have no way of knowing that and you're heading over to the garrison. (laughs) Yeah. We have no way of knowing for sure, but I suspect whoever was pulling the strings got frustrated with their lack of progress. Mm-hmm. Yes. As people like that do tend to have short tempers. When Jolly steps out of the room, she reverts back to bird form. Oh. Right. She flutters for a second and then turns back into the humanoid. Oops. Yep, missed one. <laughs> Back into a... Sorry. Are you playing the Witcher Bard song? Yes, you Shh. are. Shush. Shush. <laughs> oh, Carrie. Oh, Jesus Christ. This map is a mess. Ugh. What are you owe carrying me for this time? No, it's just it's just praise. Shit. Run. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm lying. Ron sure is glad that Ron has friends that are smart. Yeah, Ron could not I'm figure you this to the out. The garrison map is to remind you of what location you're physically at. There isn't like a, a morgue or examination room on the map. Right. But. I was about to say, look, the shattered spot on the ground that Ron made is still there. <laughs> but you fixed it. But when you get there, Captain Sobel leads you into where they have the bodies. And I assume, Jolly, you're going to immediately start to try and cast uh, Reincarnate. Uh, well, well. I, would, I would hold on a moment. Then This is Tim speaking, not Ron, because Ron cannot do this or even think of it. But there are a bunch of other you that have characters who have brains. <laughs> It would yeah, be a good idea. F- it would be a good idea to to see if there's any sort of post mortem signs on them about like you know, if were they strangled by a tentacle or a hand or what? Yeah, I want to do a yeah. full examination. I mean, reincarnation takes uh, an hour yeah. each time I cast it, so I want to do a full examination. Uh, of a garrote is a lot different from somebody killing them with their hands. Right, and if right. I find a rune carved on them, oh. that's going to stop them from coming back. You know. Like, yep, exactly. Yeah, Jin and Wesson and, and Jolly and such are the people that can just do this with a fine-tooth comb. <laughs> Ron's just going to stand there with a fucking, you know, sledgehammer watching carefully so no one interrupts them. Yeah, magic, what? magic's not my thing, so I'm just going to basically, like, stand in the doorway. Yeah, with Ron. Guys to come in, it's you... just going to be like, uh, nope. Nope. Can we assist, Harry? <laughs> You absolutely can. So those who are good at it should do the checks. Those who are not should assist to give advantage. <laughs> go, go, power gamer. <laughs> no, you're what right. What I typed in chat is not real. It was just me doing a funny. I would have almost been like, oh, Kerry, you sick fuck. I'm impressed. <laughs> Someone took a scalpel and did that. <laughs> well... <laughs> and so you examine the bodies and I can't remember what the name of the bones are but their their necks were basically crushed and you can see a few puncture marks from what looks like claws uh, 
parts of vertebrae. I mean, besides the vertebrae, there's a small bone in the, the front clavicle. of the throat. Yeah, the clavicle. The if clavicle that's, has if... been absolutely shattered on both corpses. Yeah, well, that means someone really violently strangled them. Yeah, a big hand with claws. Uh, one of the... Mm -hmm. A werewolf, probably? Werewolf. Mer Merrick or Merrick's replacement? Yep. Oh, it could have been the vampire Noel thing too. They have big clawed hands. Rot, che rot checks. Like this is something Rot can actually contribute to. Um, is it? Was it someone with hands about the same size as Rot's? No. Bigger. Smaller. Tiny okay. Baby. Mm. <laughs> they were they were strangled by an evil baby. Fuck, we got a Chucky. We have, we have a Chucky doll on the loose. Bigger hands than Jolly, smaller hands than Ront. Correct? Yeah, yeah there, Correct. there's Ront's there's sole contribution. He goes in, oh, puts his Anders hand on the corpse's size. neck. It was Ander! Ront turns and points at him. Wesson and Ander's <laughs> hands. Well, not Wesson. Wesson is Ront's bestest friend. But maybe Ander. What? Maybe Ander. <laughs> Ander, did you strangle the council after sex? Uh, uh, after, during, and then it got out of hand, and then there was a whole thing. And, yeah. You, you forget, dwarves aren't exactly Anders' style. <laughs> They're hard to strike. Yeah, I'm a bard. I know how to hide my indiscretions. Good they answer. Wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't have washed up. They wouldn't have washed up. <laughs> they would be exactly. He would have cast shatter on the corpses over the ocean. <laughs> We don't know how this stripper got found with all the $100 yeah. bills stabbed down her throat. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You guys should probably look into that. Yep. Oh, by the Please. way, I can leave town. I have a meeting at Business Place. <laughs> at Business Place. At Business Place. Bye. All right. Please continue with the reincarnate. I, I, just, I just wanted to know. I wanted to know. Like, if they were strangled with a weapon, or if someone really strong just crushed their fucking neck. Someone really strong basically just death gripped them. Right. And they may be able to tell us about it here momentarily, but if they can't, I wanted yeah. to know that. I think uh, we've had more positive interactions with Eliander, so I think Jolly would start with him. Ron flips a coin. So you begin, you know, you get everything prepared, you get, I can't remember what all the but you, you get I, you get the verbal somatic and monetary the material the material components yeah. you get the material components ready you get them arranged and you draw the chalk outline and you get ready to start casting the spell and you start and then you kind of your tongue kind of fumbles a little bit and you kind of shake a little bit and then you try again and you can't gather any arcane energy. And then you try again. It just seems like you can't cast this spell. What wrong, Jolly? Why you not do it? Um, well, if it's not specifically an effect on this building, or perhaps on the town, someone has blocked other casters from casting reincarnate possibly who could do that domain lord mm -hmm. 
I mean, we could try <laughs> taking them out of salt marsh proper and see if the effect ends at the borders of the town or outside of this building. It snapped you to a square. Okay. Yeah, all clicked. You can put it wherever you want. But um, as far as I can determine, no one within this area can be resurrected, uh, reincarnated. So it's the area, not them specifically? I believe so, yes. Alright, well, let's load them on a wagon. That's, that's what it feels like. But, if it is Zuvio, then it might be all of the area inside the walls of mist he's built in the swamps and in the ocean and the giant circle of reality he is attempting to take control over or has already successfully taken control over i don't know he doesn't have full control we're still a pain in his ass yeah if he, if he had full control we wouldn't be doing this yeah i mean being a pain in the ass is what we're good at yeah. can i can i make any sort of like determination as to like how far this effect spreads is it something that now that i have slammed my face into it it's like oh glass wall poke 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 you reach out and it you don't feel like you're being blocked from reaching arcane energy like there's no anti-magic effect or something going nope can't do this it just feels like what you would normally gather and weave together into the threads of the spell for reincarnate just mm -hmm. aren't there. I think this might be domain wide, but well, I've, I've cast revivify. Have I had cast revivify? I know I have it on my list. Have I had to cast it? You have not. This might affect revivify too. I don't know. It might just be something he did because I, I'm a druid and I've been a pain in his ass. This Maybe might be an, this might be an attempt to keep uh, time from resetting and all of us from coming back to the dead and annoying him again next time he kills us. Yeah, we Let don't have enough. Let's yeah. kill Ron. See if we can resurrect him. <laughs> Ron turns very slowly and calmly and looks at Wesson, and says, "You try first, little man." <laughs> Rot hug you. Uh-oh. Wesson says that as he is <laughs> lifting up that. the body of Eliander. What was that, Carrie? I said Wesson says this as he is lifting up the body of Eliander. I, I didn't actually say it was kill Ron. That was just, that was just me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wasn't taking it seriously either. <laughs> Ron would immediately snap your neck if, he, if a caster is threatening to kill Ron. The first thing he's going to do is get a hold of them. Because <laughs> casters hate that. We do. We yeah. do hate that. Yeah. He would grapple you and then jump off the highest thing he could find. <laughs> From the top rope! Yeah, and land on you. <laughs> it's just From a hit point. People's elbow! <laughs> people's the people's rod! <laughs> Completely randomly, have you guys seen the A&E biography series on the, the WWE wrestlers yet? It's 
fascinating and terrifying once these guys got off all of this freaking steroids how small some of them are today it's like you're like holy shit yeah you let all the air out of the balloon yes no joke no kidding Ron, well i have an idea and i'm gonna try and share it how Ron would think of it if he did at all so i just can't help it so Ron looks at the bodies looks at jolly looks at wesson oh uh, Wesson? Yeah. Um, this isn't very nice, and it makes Rot feel bad, but what if we take them into Swamp and see if she can help? She does have that cauldron. I never worried about it because she does have that cauldron, and the cauldron seems to work. I think you're right, Ron. Oh, Ron, that's for jellyfish things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, sorry. Ron just pees on things sometimes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Ron, Ron's brain short circuits for a moment. And after he knocks his head on the wall, he's like, Ron has seen her um, fix broken people that not alive anymore. Yeah. But she also evil hag. I like her mimic. It's very cute. But, but we have seen her do it, right? Yes, I did not think there would be any problem with this sort of magic because I have seen her do this sort of magic with no uh, difficulty that I could determine. And perhaps it's... Coming back to life? Oh, she said it, but did we see it? We saw her push, yeah. uh, shove a guy into her cauldron with a giant spoon and then tip him yeah. out all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I have, Rot has seen her do it. Yeah. And the, you know, moth that frantically beats against the glass inside Rot's skull remembered that. <laughs> Pretty accurate description. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah. So you load the corpses up into a meat wagon. Rot just carries them. We it's need fine. to find the mushrooms she likes as payment. Uh, while we're walking out there, Jolly's going to do some nature checks. Do we have a ranger who can do survival checks? Is it nature or survival? Be survival. Be survival? To find food. Jolly's, Jolly's decent at that, too. Does anyone want to assist me so that I have an uh, advantage? Ron will assist. assist. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've got a plus four, so I'm decent at it. All right. Well, Jolly's got a plus eight, and she rolled an 18. So, 26. Between you and Ander, you both find a couple of mushrooms. All right. And when you go to pick these... They are spongy yet gooey. And the, yeah. the caps on them, the spots of them kind of ooze a yellowish brown pus or pussy fluid. Right. And they smell like corpses, like long dead corpses, if I remember uh -huh. correctly. Yes, they do. Keep those back the smell. Yeah. <laughs> You keep those away from Rot. Rot has seen more mushrooms than any orc should ever see. <laughs> That's accurate. You literally worship nerd went to talk to a mushroom king. So. Yes. 
Ron also yes yeah Ron ate nothing but them. Ron Ron also Ron also um helped protect a sentient mushroom uber brain from marrying a demon lady. So you know there was that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's miles of mushrooms. It's a whole state of mushrooms. <laughs> mushroom Are you serious, Carrie? I am serious. Oh, okay. I thought you were fucking with me. Um, yeah, what? Ront stops and sniffs. Wait. And then Ront goes and looks behind the tree. <laughs> There's nothing there. Uh, Ront looks behind the tree some more. <laughs> you find moss. That. Okay. Ron pushes. Ron, Ron pushes the tree over. Everyone watches as Ron suddenly gets a little perturbed, and then just full on uh, man ape shoves a tree off its roots, and then causes it to come crashing down into the swamp. Uh, There's a little bit uh, of ooze and uh, dirty swamp water spray that splashes up onto Ron from the tree that comes sla or slamming down into. A couple of bats go flying off. Why are you landscaping? <laughs> no more? Don't hear it. Don't see uh, anything. Okay, then. Let's go. Ron? What, what was that? Uh, Ron heard um, giggling mushrooms behind the tree. <laughs> and Ron, Ront is not currently high, so Ront thought he should check. Although Ront is beginning to think he should start being high. <laughs> Cody, you're not supposed to make him see things behind the trees and rescape uh, Agatha's uh, or Dagmar's uh, or Agatha's. Agatha. Uh, Trust me, at this point, he wouldn't feel that bad if he pushed a tree over under her house. <laughs> Sorry! Not sorry. Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. <laughs> well, it's not the first hag I've had to deal with, Carrie. Cody! What? I walked away. Cody, <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed. Not the first hag that you had to deal with? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's not sorry. Now, you arrive at Dagmar's, or excuse me, not Dagmar, you arrive at Agatha's hut. Mushrooms in tow, smelling like corpses, plus a couple of actual corpses. Franchise now. And a now uh, swamp mud spl or splattered runt. Someone can press to digitate runt. Yeah. You're all so picky about runt. It's just camo. <laughs> I'll press the And the door is open, and... Uh, Agatha is standing at her cauldron, happily stirring away. And you watch as a couple of feet bob on the surface, followed by an eyeball as I dip back down. <clears throat> Jolly's going to toss some beef jerky to the mimic when they come in. The mimic very excitedly snaps at the beef jerky, and then it rubs up against your leg. <laughs> 
Kina, Kina finds her That's spot so over cute. here on the wall, as far away so from the cute. cauldron as possible. Yeah, I, I, uh, I get the fuck away from the mimic. Oh, I just want some pets. Sure does. And fingers. And Rob fingers. Would, Rob, yeah. I'll, give it a, I'll give it a pet with a 2x4 if you want. So what are you saying? Oh, we brought dinner. <laughs> uh, we have a need for your services. We've brought something you'll hope consider. Hope you'll consider as payment. Agatha looks up. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to do business with the likes of you. Aw. <laughs> huh, but we love you too, Agatha, and feel exactly the same way. But we really do need your help. And you brought... do have the best skills for this particular. Yep. Dolly will put down the container of the mushrooms that she likes. Open the lid so she can smell them better. Hmm. Well, you bought five minutes, but flattery isn't going to be very effective on me, dearie. I wasn't born two centuries ago. Ah, <laughs> uh, says Ron. We were hoping. It was four the, for me, but, the... you know point at the cart full of dead people that uh, Ront is pulling. Yeah, Ront's just carrying them on his shoulders. Well, we, uh, Carrie said we loaded them into a meat wagon, so I just assumed, I, I assumed that... that you were doing a meat wagon, but if right. Ront's just going to carry bo both... Ront, carry, Ront took them off the wagon and carried them into the room. He is okay. holding them. Yep. Pulling them out through the swamp is kind of hard. Yep. And what... And who do we have here? It's well, that's for left me? of uh, uh, Eliander and Mistress Copperlocks after something got a hold of them. Ugh. We need to ask them a few questions. Eat. He's way too chewy. Plus, I don't like the taste of stick-up ass. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. <clears throat> see that. Um, we're hoping you'll help us reincarnate them so we can ask them a few questions and set them on their way to a better life. Or at least another chance at life. Maybe this time they won't get the whole stick-up-the-butt routine. She rolls her eyes. <sighs> and Come on, Agatha. You know you love a good challenge. In literally, like, only two or three steps, she appears right before Rot. Like, you saw her at the cauldron. You saw her take a step forward, and then another step forward, and she was just there. Rot stands his ground. He's not scared of her. And she looks over at the bodies, and she's sniffing all over them. Licks the neck of one. Starts sniffing the Eleander's body. Licks his neck. Sniffs Ront. Licks Ront's neck. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, he's too good. Ugh, oh, oh, you taste like marshmallow. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> I can't do anything with these. There's no soul. That's why we could. That's what I thought. Party. What do you mean they don't have souls? I mean, they the got tether is, has been severed. There's no soul to bring back. What could do that? Oh, lots of things. An abyssal horror. Um, anyone strong enough within the dark forces. One of the three fates. Magic, the magic jar spell. A lich. A lich. 
Lich. What a Lich. This music is the wrong music. <laughs> but I'm not going to change it. We'll leave it for now because we're going to be wrapping up here soon. You know, there is... Uh, no, Ralph's not going to suggest that. Tim can think of one other option, but Ralph wouldn't suggest that. Okay. <laughs> which is... Which is technically, there are some undead creatures they could be turned into that retain their self-knowledge. And so you could then ask them. But that's also a fairly evil thing to do, and Ron's probably not going to ask that or think of it. Nope. I mean, I can resurrect or raise these as skeletons or zombies for you, but... I, I get the feeling that that's going to be a little distasteful for some of you. And she kind of looks over and gives a, a side eye to Kina and Ander. Sorry, not a fan of killing, uh, not, a, not a fan of raising the undead, but. We have a skeleton Ooh. crew member now. They're getting yeah. used to it. Yeah, true. Ander just shrugs. Wait a minute. Agatha, what? Can you tell how long they've been dead and what killed them at all, other than some sort of horror that drove this all out? Well, I can tell you that they, these bodies have been dead for a couple of days now. They're just starting to get ripe. And you, uh, do you know magic to talk to them? To, like, ask questions? If they still had a soul, yes. Right. Oh. Okay. There's nothing there to talk to. Mm. All right. Well, I guess that was uh, yeah. a uh, dead end there. <sighs> Literally. Yes, Cody. I don't know if you meant that or not, but that very much was a dead end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a wasted trip, guys. She can't help us with this. Oh, I'd more than be happy to take the mushrooms, though, as an IOU. I'd be destroyed, though. They're, oh, yeah. they're yours, my dear. I don't know. Yeah, I smell like shit anyway. <laughs> she looks at the mushrooms yeah. greedily. She takes one. And you see her chow down on it as it squirts and, and sprays the pus or the pussy fluid all over her face. Oh. All right, that's it. I'm gonna be outside. Uh, thanks, Agatha. Bye. Runt, runt, wavers for just a moment as the needle bounces dangerously close to even Runt, feeling that might be too gross for Runt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Um. Thanks. We go now. Bye. Run. Run. Follows Kina walking a little faster than usual. Make sure you grab the body. Oh, he, he, I'm not leaving them here. He never put them down. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Agatha. Enjoy your mushrooms. You're welcome, dear. Yeah. Next time. Oh, uh, 
Tina's outside the door, kind of like trying not to dry heave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tina, do you want Ron to hold your hair? No, no, I'm good. Let's just go. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that you're going to head back to the Briny Maiden. Well, oh, first, we, first we have to do something with the deceased bodies of the council members. Yeah, we're going to have to drop them back off at the morgue, and then we're going to have to tell Captain Sobel that their souls were ripped out and there was nothing I could do to communicate with them or restore them. When you give him the news, he looks rather dismayed, but he he tells you that he is, or he understands. Also, uh, from what we can determine, the, uh, the soul was ripped out several days before they stopped moving around. So if it makes you feel any better about it, the absolute assholes that you were dealing with were likely some sort of possessing spirit. I missed that part. Yeah, I don't think that's what she said. <laughs> no, she said that they were just getting ripe, that they'd been dead for a couple of days, and they told us that they'd been dead for less than a day. No, they were. They were. Okay. They'd been, they died like the day before. Oh. We got back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so okay. Days well, then of, I yeah. wouldn't say that. Then I did the math wrong in my head. I guess I thought they had been dead this morning, and. uh when she said they'd been dead for a couple of days, I thought, oh, well, I guess I probably couldn't have fixed that with the Dispel Magic anyway. Hmm. All right, well, nothing to be done there. They were probably eaten by a lich. Probably, yeah. I feel like it's likely that Mistress Malia, if I've got that name right in my head, I don't feel like looking it up right now. The left hand is probably also a lich. Could be. As we're walking away, once we're not near the hut anymore, mm -hmm. uh, um, Runt nods to Wesson there and says, um, Runt knows that there was like vision and stuff that it killed Runt. But, um, that lady is a bitch, and we should probably smash her face. I agree. Both counts. At the end, Ront. At the end. Okay, but, you know, we... Ront, not, Ront not want to wait too long. Even if it means Ront, you know, gets hurt, um, she's killing people. She's killing people right. frequently. Every time she comes back, there's a new person she's killing. You know, we're just right. like... The you have we to remember Ron she's, is she's a member of people. a coven. Yeah, but stop. She's a member of a coven. We have to make sure that what we do to her will not rebound onto her sisters when we do it. So whatever is done has to be done with four Carrie, Carrie has set up a very, very, very mean and excellent pain in the ass problem here where she very clearly needs to be de dealt with and she has a really strong protection. So, yeah, so fuck you, dick. Also, like, I mean, you know, maybe once we fix Saltmarsh, yeah, he turned they his camera on just evil. so I could see him being smug. Fuck maybe you. they maybe they all become evil or maybe <laughs> none of them are actually evil, you know? We'll have to I like your Punisher quote, Cody. Yeah, Runt, Runt really wants Runt, Runt really wants to just, you know, smash her face on a table corner and burn her hut down. Yeah. 
this is where we're going to stop it for now because okay. I know that there's going to be a few more things that you guys want to do, but we still, or you still need to get your, or at some point, head over to the styes. Yeah. Well, that's that. That's taking care of the stuff. And you did manage, well, you did manage to get a few things. You rescued Ada. You got a lot of information. You rescued a bunch of lycanthropes, some of which have been reverted back to normal. 